Hey, everybody, and welcome back. It's the 290th episode of the Unranked Podcast, 10 to go from episode three, Hundo P. I'm Christian Humes. We have Dan Ween with us today. What's up? Tom will be joining us soon, but the Italian balance is back in play. Alex has been missing, and Giovanni has stepped up to play. Giovanni, welcome back. Hey, I'm back on the show. (laughs) I can do that. You can. Uh, Chris Pratt cannot. Chris Pratt cannot, and he's going to. You know he's going to do a big Italian accent in the Mario movie. It's a me, Mario. Yeah, Uh, it's a me, Mario. (laughs) It's going to be the worst. It's if I'm if I'm Charles Martinet right now, I'm like I'm out. I got snubbed so bad, man. Hundred percent. As someone that loves horrible movies that like aren't they're just like so bad they're funny. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, it's possible. It could what? be really boring, though. It what? could be really boring. Like, I hope it's not boring. Movie. I hope it's just at least, like, we'll shitty fun. We'll circle back to this around news, because yeah, Tom is going to have thoughts, too, and then and then, and then it's we're going to end up doing two 10-minute we'll conversations. 40 minutes for Tom's thoughts. <laughs> yeah, then. I know. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's come back to that. Let's, um, let's just jump right into this week's Pokemon, because not really a banger. Maybe for some. Pokemon 290. Ninkata, um, uh, I was saying to Giovanni right beforehand, there's, you know, I, will ne- I won't say there's no one, but I would imagine 99% of Pokemon fans are not like, oh, I got to have that cicada Pokemon. No one is getting up in the morning to go get their, catch yeah. their favorite <laughs> cicada bug Pokemon. Here's well, the thing I want to say about Ninkata, mm-hmm. uh, which is that uh, I think with a lot of the bug Pokemon, their, their first forms are actually kind of memorable. I think like Caterpie and Weedle, you like kind of really remember, um, you know, like, those evolutionary lines. Ninkata's one where, like, I think that most people could not tell you what Shed Ninja and Ninjask evolved from, despite those being, like, pretty popular Pokemon. And that's so sad, you know? It's just, like, that's so <laughs> sad that we just have this, like, lone bug who everyone, like, loves what it becomes, but no one wants to talk about where it started. No one wants to go back to the roots and discuss <laughs> it. That, that, to me, is a tragedy. Well, it's more about, I think cicadas are annoying if you live in a part yeah. of of the yes. world where you have cicadas they're very annoying i they just don't shut the fuck up they don't do anything else I yeah yeah they're just loud. Noise. i haven't had to hear them for you know, 10 years since i haven't lived on the east coast now and it's yeah. still all i have to do is hear the word cicada and it's like i can just hear it it's like in my head it's it just yep. fires off and it's this very strange like background noise that you just can't tune out it's uh horrendous and then you have all of their weird shells which is the cool this is probably the coolest thing about um ninkata is that a it's a ground bug type because yeah it's like larval form the weird thing cicadas do is they like burrow into the ground and then yep. there's little fucking holes everywhere <laughs> and then 17 years later they come up and they look like this motherfucker yeah yeah they're they're super <laughs> nasty um but so this is the larval form before it becomes the cicada type uh ninjask but the cool thing is when it evolves sometimes not always but sometimes it can become um what is it uh, shed, ninja. shed ninja there'll be a second pokemon you'll basically go from one pokemon to two yeah. pokemon is that just when it, it dies like because it's a ghost pokemon so like it's it's supposed no. to be that shell it's that shell yeah. po- that like they leave behind oh, the creepy shell okay. yeah, yeah. It but that's not its shell. a living being <laughs> well that's this is pokemon 
I know. Any, every, we're every we're led to time. believe there's some form of residual Pokemon energy left yeah. in the shell sometimes. Yeah. And that the, we're, talking, it is, we're talking about a series where a pair of keys is a living thing. So like it's a ghost in a shell. I got it. Yeah. I, again, this is you have to you have to think about it this way with Pokemon, right? The keys yeah. aren't Pokemon. It's that yeah. we designed keys after that Pokemon. Right. right. It's like we we saw we saw Vanillux and we were like fucking ice cream cones. Brilliant. <laughs> That's, we should that's make really that. interesting. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, it is as if they, they designed the world in Pokemon like after nature, right? And it's yeah. like, whoa, this like lay Pokemon? That looks so beautiful. You should wear that around your neck. Exactly. Oh, whoa, that's a great idea. Uh, that's a really, really interesting idea. Because we do that with like so many yeah. of the things that like that are made. They're like, oh, well, we looked at this bug and we realized now we have a new way to to help water move upstream. It's like, wait, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that is that is a fascinating concept that I hadn't thought about. But yeah, like I, I, I feel like people are really looking at these that, things backwards and going like, wow, they're really lazy. And well, they, because we know what the truth is. <laughs> it's the in-canon truth versus we're, the real world truth. We're building the fiction here. <laughs> yeah. Nobody can fact check this. It's fine. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's there's there's not a whole lot left to say about this Pokemon though. Uh, I wish Ninkata. I wish Ninkata only came out in the game was only catchable once in seventeen years. I think that, <laughs> that would be great. I think you know like we I still wouldn't have gotten to it. I think like Ruby and Sapphire might just like might just be at the cup where the second time you could get it would be here. Like now. <laughs> so. You know, what'd be cool though in those like with that same thought is they could like change up the the color scheme or something like that every year. Yeah. For, like, Every 17 years, it comes around again. Well, there's there's multiple broods, so it could be like once a year you have a chance to get them, but there's yeah. way lower rarity, and then it's like every 17 years you can't get rid of them. It's fucking everywhere. Yeah. They should do that in Pokemon Go, honestly. Yes. That's like that's the place to do it, Yeah, because right? that'll be around in 17 years. And, and when you're walking around it during any of those seasons, you just hear is, the noise be. in the background. Just Yeah. No, yeah, that's actually that is what I was thinking. I was like, oh, if you have a ninja asking your team, you should just yeah. hear like that noise at all times. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this fucking guy's back. Pokemon, Pokemon, Go, Pokemon Go doing like a Wooper style event where it's like, oh, you can catch Woopers for for this Pokemon specifically. And it's just like you open the map and you can't see anything because it's, it's just swarmed with them. And it's just like your phone is just going like. <laughs> That let me make the game. I'll that would make be awesome. Pokemon Go. I would play this. I would play this. Pokemon Go to hell. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now we're Pokemon talking. Pokemon Go fuck yourself. Is this is the name of this week's update? <laughs> oh my god. Um, so yeah, that's our Pokemon for the week. I think next week Here's- we have the the actual cicada form. There'll be more cicada jokes to come. I'm sure. Yeah. Tom will Tom will have something to complain about cicadas. I'm sure. Um, I also, by the way, for our, I know we have some listeners in Australia, UK, stuff like that. I don't know. Are cicadas like a North American thing? Where else are they? Do you deal with cicadas? That's a good question. Email it on rankpodcast.com. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Gio, we haven't had you here in a while. So happy to be back. anything of no interest that you've done since we last spoke to you in this new world that we live in? Uh, God, that's such a good question. I don't even know when we spoke last. Um, if, if you let's, like, let's say is... like late July, early August, I think. Probably, probably about the same. Probably about the same. I mean, you know, there's video games keep happening. There was there was a slow couple of months uh, in like July and August there. So I actually had like a nice chill time. I rewatched most of the Sopranos. Uh, 
I think I had started that when I was on last time. Like, yeah, I remember you, you saying this. We're in the second. To, we're in the second to last season now. Uh, you know, which is which is great. Got to catch up in time in time for the prequel film that looks not very good, but just hey, man, it's gonna be watched one way or the other. Oh, <laughs> it's I'm gonna, gonna be watched. I'm gonna see it in theaters with like you a theaters Marvel. For that? Oh my god, with like a Marvel site. Sopranos is not meant to be seen in theaters. It's meant to I'm be gonna, seen on HBO. I'm gonna treat it like Max. a Marvel movie. I'm gonna get 20 people <laughs> to fill the theater and dress up and be screaming at the screen when it's like, hey, it's Dicky Multisante. It's just gonna be a bunch. Yeah! It's gonna be you and a bunch of friends going like, <laughs> you're treating hey, it like yo, it's Rocky hey, Horror, hey, not yo, like hey. it's Marvel. No, I'm treating it like Endgame. You know the ending of Endgame when like the portals open up and you see the crowd reactions of people screaming when Black Panther walks <laughs> in? They're like, oh my god. That's me, but when they're like, hey, I'm big pussy. Like, yeah, oh my god, yeah. Hold on. If in this movie there's a person that walks up to anybody and goes, hey, I'm big pussy, I will That's not a, stop laughing for the rest of the That movie. is a character in The Sopranos. And I, think I, know, a, I know that, but I don't yeah. think at any point he goes, hey, I'm big pussy. I actually, I, I'm not 100% sure, but I think there is a trailer for the movie out right now where there's a young version of pussy in it. And he goes, Hey, my name's pussy. I'm almost positive. I'm almost, almost positive, but I, I could be wrong. I, could be wrong. <laughs> I can't believe this movie is happening. This is unbelievable. I, it's going to be fast. It's unbelievable. I'm going to hoot and holler. I mean, I'm definitely going to watch it when it comes out, but yeah. That's David amazing. Chase does not want you to watch it on HBO Max for the record. He has gone I on know, the record. I'll tell you this. And not only am I going to watch that right? on HBO Max, but I can't wait to watch Dune on HBO Max. Yeah, me too. I'm very excited to watch Dune. On when they announced Max. this Dune movie was coming out, I ended up watching the older Dune movie. David and Lynch I Dune. think it's going to ruin my Dune experience. Yeah. My Dune experience, if you will. You know what I think is crazy? Because Dune is one of those movies where people are like, oh, you're never really going to be able to do it justice. I, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm also very much expecting to be like bored by parts. I feel, like yeah, it's, I feel like the story um, itself is not the most exciting overall tale. It's not. Spend a and couple it's so hours confusing. in. It's not. But this this other thing is coming out now that should, in my opinion, be significantly harder in any way whatsoever to do it justice. And it's called Foundation, and that's coming out on Apple TV. That should be like a near impossible task. But this actually looks incredible. It's uh, Jared Harris is starting in it. Who? Come on, that guy. You. Uh, he's um the bad guy, David Robert Jones in Fringe. He's uh. He's one of the guys on Mad Men that becomes a partner. He's in Chernobyl. He's the main dude in Chernobyl. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. I'm sold on that. Sure. Uh, he's a that guy. He's like a no, new Joey Pence. You should you he's should just... watch the trailer. Um, I love Joey Pence, it. and I'm glad you called him Joey Pence. It's, <laughs> it's it's basically Isaac Asimov's like Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Okay, in a way, sure. it's about like the fall of like. It's it's like an allegory, a little bit of like the fall of Rome, but in space mm-hmm. over like centuries. Um, it's like when it's like while like humanity is at like their galactic peak in like 50,000 years. It is it's wild. It's wild. It should be yeah. impossible to do. I thought it was going to be an absolute train wreck. And the trailers just came out a couple of weeks ago and I've rewatched it like a couple of times. And I'm like, every time I watch it, I'm like, this looks good. Just got to that's not the only part of the movie that's good. Well, it's a series. Yeah. It's a series. So oh, okay. it's an well, Apple series TV series. Is a better shot then I think it does. Dense, it does. Dense sci-fi should be done as a series, and but it's but it's a it's an eight book saga that spans centuries. So it's <laughs> unlike Game of Thrones, it is complete. It's been complete hey, for it's been complete George for. George R. R. Martin's been busy doing things like being in the Mets documentary. <laughs> oh man, he's in the Mets documentary. So in the 1996 yeah, wait, Mets docu- 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 series that came out, 
uh, the four parter that ESPN came out with part yeah, of the yeah. 30 for 30. Oh, you told they, me this. one I of the people they interview is George R. R. Martin. <laughs> and he's like there. I'm like, write the damn books. Can can I, I ask you a question? Shit. Why? He had input. Uh, he said like 15 words total. But he is was he there. like a Mets fan? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he's so desperate to not finish the book that they'll yeah, ask him to do something. He'll just take it. Else. He yeah. <laughs> George he's like, oh, the Mets. I, fuck it, I'll learn about yeah. them. That's fine. Let's go. He's actually also starring in the new Sailor Moon movie that's coming. No. <laughs> no. Fuck. That I just made it up. That's not a thing. That, that I just got bummer news. No Time to Die just got pushed back to November. I'm very disappointed <laughs> in this. <laughs> I'm very disappointed in this. He's been pushed back. Here's my favorite I'm thing about so No Time I'm so mad to about this. This movie has been pushed back probably like seven times at this point. And each time they push it back, they have to make a new trailer to like hype it up. So the trailers for that movie, each one gets more ridiculous and more just like, how do we make this look like a big deal? Because now people are exhausted about it. The last one I saw was like so over the top in trying to push the importance of this movie. Yeah. I want to see the new November trailer for it. That's just like, Bond is back again and you have to watch it please i'm so i was i was really excited so um another show i do with my yeah. buddy john who's a writer um we did a show called watch world we're doing a hiatus right now just because we're both too many other projects so we kind of pause it yeah but with the last series we watched we did all the james bond movies um okay. and we originally timed it to, to finish with no time to die so Whoops. it's been a very long time, but they just LA LA. I literally bought tickets for this today. They just uh, are opening a bond exhibit in like this, like tomorrow. So we bought tickets to go in like a week. Cause we we're like, hell yeah, James Bond's coming out like the following week. So we're, we're buying tickets to go see it. Like the day of that we would go see James Bond in theaters. And now I mean, I'm still very excited. They have all the yeah. fucking cars from the movies and they have like the really cool shit too. Like they have the snowmobile yeah. with like the big propeller and they have like the car with the sled on it and all that shit. So yeah, I mean it's gonna be dope to see a bunch of like crazy Aston Martins. Um, they even have the one that goes underwater. So like that's oh, gonna okay. be cool to go see that yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's also the ugliest building in Los Angeles. This building is the most hideous fucking it's that what they were going for was it's supposed to look like a building that's in like one of those sort of like air chambers it's um Mm. the peterson automotive museum okay and instead it just looks like red ribbons it's just steel red ribbons and it's just gigantic and it looks like a flag that's like what it just never stops it's it's oh awful. yeah Ooh. I've I've googled articles a, about it image up as much as I can here <laughs> I've googled That's articles funny. about it to see what like people thought before it was getting built and everyone was like well this architect's done it again by creating the most hideous design <laughs> I've ever seen it's like a that, fucking candy cane building it's really it, bad it looks like a fucking lasagna I it, hate <laughs> I, I, every time I, I pass it, it's probably the most delicious building I've ever seen. And this, yeah, that's true. By the way, this is why when people complain about the honeycomb in New York City, I'm like, I'm like, that's at least architecturally interesting because people can walk yeah. around on it. This is fucking a nightmare. This yeah. shouldn't be here. It's also like across from like a historical diner. Like, <laughs> that's like, Wait, it's, is it's this, like a natural, it's like, on, a, it's, a, one of the dives? it's a city landmark, this diner across is, from it. it so it's this like old diner and then directly across from it is this fucking ugly music it's so Beautiful. stupid i love that so much. it's so dumb cool. oh my god damn um I, I did something this weekend uh i went out 
like a human being does. Yeah. LA now does uh, basically vaccination only like checks. We got the digital card going now, like you guys have in New York. Um, so it makes sure. it, so I'm like, okay, cool. I can, I can go out now. <laughs> I don't have to necessarily stay in. So I went to um, LA, it was like beer fest. So they had like a hundred different beer vendors there. I did like write October down, it was, it was like half Oktoberfest and then half just like ton of different microbrews and stuff, probably because they just haven't really been allowed to do this for so long. It yeah. was all like outdoors and everything. So there's plenty of space. Just wear my mask when I'm waiting in line around people, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I did, I had a bunch. I, I wrote down my favorites here though, Dan. I'm curious if you've had any of these. Uh, my, my absolute favorite one, I ended up getting it twice. It was Four Peeps Peach. There's a Four Peaks Peach Ale. Four Peaks is like a, it's like a micro, it's like a brewery in Arizona. I don't Uh, think I haven't had them. I think like you can order it for outside of there, but I don't know from like either Los Angeles or San Diego, but I haven't had any Arizonas. Yeah, you've had Golden Road, right? I think so. It's oh, it's our best Golden Road. So many Mango Cart. It's our it's our best. It's it's our best output here. Um, and then this is the other one. I didn't think I would like this. I'm definitely going to pronounce this wrong. Dokebir kin- kimchi sour. Dokebir. I don't know how you pronounce this. D-O-K-K-A-E-B-I-E-R. Kimchi sour. Dokebir. That sounds great. Kimchi sour. The kimchi flavor was very mild, so it like tasted a lot like a sour, but there was like a very light like pepper taste. And then the aftertaste was like peppery. It wasn't like hot. There was like maybe very mild, but most people I, I don't think would saying. even feel it. But it had this I'd like nice <laughs> pepper taste. I, uh, I, I don't know if I'd want to drink that often, but I got it just to see. I was like, "Fuck it, let's see what this is." Yeah. Very good. Um, and then the other, the other one I really liked was uh, the eighty-six kickflip, which was a uh, sour. I think I might have had that one. It's really good. I think That's it was like familiar. a passion fruit sour. I believe. Pretty sure I've had that. I don't Very know if I good. bought it, but I think I had it at my buddy's house. I know we have a lot of listeners that every time beers come up and stuff, they always like to share theirs. So, and I don't, I have I don't like do this often. So, so many I, beers I've drank. I made sure to write them down. It's great. Yeah, you I, you do like beer subscription. <laughs> well, I do like the yeah divorce. Like they'll like be like, here's a beer, and I'm like, I'll take two of them, and then I'll have them and never see them again. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like when I was getting munch packs, and I was I was getting yeah. at one point I just, delivery I just snacks like one from like Japan. Oklahoma. That's it. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it would. Weirdest things, weirdest snacks. Delivery services are great. That's basically what everything is run on now. <laughs> that's all. That's that's all there is. Yeah. Wow. Um, so like yeah, death that was stranding. and death stranding. Yes. Yeah, just like death stranding. Yeah. That's, that's future is walking with yeah. fifty. You know when I saw <laughs> when I saw that new director's cut coming out and there's yeah. like a jetpack, I was like, no, maybe I'll do this now. Plus, there's a new flavor of Monster Energy. Yeah, well, they actually scrubbed Monster <laughs> Energy from the game. And that's great with a different with just like a generic energy that's that's sad because that was my one of my favorite things about that game yeah it was, was kind of like a shameless plug for monster energy i loved that about it people were so mad about it and i was like that's funny that's a funny joke yeah. <laughs> i'll uh, tell you what cut is is cool but if you didn't care about it the first time you're not gonna care about it the second time i don't know uh-huh. that's that was my take playing it but the uh the new world of like brand integrations yeah and like licenses changing all the time like gta games losing songs i hate this bullshit yeah they need to come up with a way to pay the artists the artists will be happy and the things will stay in the game in perpetuity it i'm i'm watching house right now mm-hmm. just like i'm re-watching house just as as our 
current background jokes. We through the pandemic went through all of our favorite sitcoms like twice. So it was like we had to do something else. So yeah. House is on. House lost their license for the theme song. So it has this. <laughs> I've heard this for a few shows actually. It's hilarious. Bizarre theme song. And it's oh, no. it's like it's like they went to a guy and we're like, we want it to sound similar, but not so similar that we can get in trouble. <laughs> but enough that like people might not be sure. And maybe they'll be like, oh, maybe I don't like because I remember it being like, oh, it had a really good intro. Like I had that in my head. And every time I watch the episode, I'm like, maybe it was just the first season. And then they made a better intro in the second season. And then it keeps going. So I Googled it. I'm like, what the f- so when it comes on, it's like, I can't do this all no, it's, on my... And it's if, Scrub, if Scrubs <laughs> lost their theme song, that would ruin the show. That would ruin, ruin the show. show but it, it would make was. it awkward. It was. There there's some, they use the theme song as part of like the intro video sometimes. It'd be like Friends. It'd be like losing the theme show, song on Friends. If I can't clap well, at the beginning of Friends, friends what am I even doing here? <laughs> that's true. They would just have to replace it with a different song that has that clap pattern. Which I'm sure there's something. <laughs> well, like the wiggles. With the yeah, wiggles. just the wiggles. The you know, like, <laughs> count oh to God. four. <laughs> yeah, I'm into that. That's a good idea. All right, I have to. I'm about to get real embarrassed. So while we were recording, I got. I told you I got a link from my buddy John that said, "No time to die." Push back to November. Yeah, <laughs> he has a lie. <laughs> I I did not click on it or read it because we're recording. And I assume, oh, my, my friend John won't <laughs> fuck me over like this. It was theonion.com. Uh, so I'm going to have to retract. <laughs> I, I, just, I just responded to him, fuck. And then I didn't look at my text message when we're recording. Like, and it's all the way over on the other side. And then while we just paused while Tom was joining, I look over and he goes, he goes, did you read it? And I was like, no, why? And then I see... It's the you, fucking onion. You know wow. that actually. You misinformed all of us. I did. Be, I did. It'll be amazing. Right after you say that, you should go back and insert like an apology. Be like, yeah. be like ah, we realized this about an hour in, and I no, felt like I we're recording right now. Me. This is the apology. This is <laughs> yeah, the, this is, it. This this is, the, is the insert. I'm doing this just so I don't have to go back and cut it out. <laughs> yeah. That, well, that's this is why I was telling them because John and I made plans. We bought tickets. James Bond is having an automotive museum here in LA. So they have all the cars. They even have like the underwater one. And so we're going to go do that and then see the movie after. And I was saying how fucking annoying it was that it got pushed back. <laughs> uh, oh my God. The article, the article says that <laughs> yeah, it got pushed back show. in time to, to 2019. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> oh, I look like a fool. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really screwed this one up. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, all right, Tom, we're going to jump into game chat unless you had something you wanted to. All right, great. Um, no, you, let's, let's talk about something not Deathloop before we talk about Deathloop. Sure, sure. Okay. Because... We talked about Deathloop a lot last week. <laughs> um, Giovanni, guess yeah. rights. You get to go first. What guess game? Rights. Yeah, yeah, you're the guest on the episode. Well, guess rights. Okay. So you, you have the privilege of beginning this conversation. What game would you like to talk about that's not Deathloop? Because you talked about, I think, two different ones to me before this. Uh, I, I have a couple things, um, but I, I'll focus uh, real quick because it's you know pretty brand new uh, on Ken of Spirits. Um, Kenneberg Spirits, uh, for those who don't know, is a new indie game that just came out. Um, it is 
developed and published by Ember Lab, which is a very, very small first-time studio. Uh, this was a game that was heavily featured in, um, in Sony's State of Play events, which I think made people think it was a Sony game. It is not. It is, it is a very small-budget uh, animation studio turned game studio. You'd never production. know this was an indie game. It yeah, looks like would, a AAA game. You would have no idea. Yeah, I, I wouldn't blame people for thinking it was a Sony game, um, but it is, it is an indie. Uh, it is a first-time indie. And essentially what it is, for, for people who don't know, is it's uh, an adventure game uh, in the vein of a Zelda or something like that, where you are a hero with a staff and a bow, uh, you go around this world that has been kind of uh, destroyed by this environmental calamity and people have kind of abandoned it um, and you are kind of trying to go to this mountain shrine to see if you can reverse, you know, what's happened and kind of find out what's happened. Uh, one of the gimmicks of the game is that it has little creatures, these little black creatures called the Rock, which you kind of command like Pikmin. Um, they basically oh. are just like adorable creatures they, yes. they kind of are almost like the soot sprites from some of Miyazaki's films and basically you can kind of like either use them for exploration to find secrets and whatnot where it's like oh I'm gonna have them move this block or I'm gonna have them lift a thing up to find a secret uh, or they have multiple uses in combat and you have a sort of like dark souls ish I don't know like resolve system where you have like three kind of points that you can spend uh, to use the rot to do certain things uh, they can either be used to heal you by using mm -hmm. them on like specific flowers that bloom. Uh, they can be used to kind of attack enemies or distract enemies so that they get kind of confused. Right. So like either offense, defense, or like some sort of strategic yeah. maneuver. And, and you have to, you have to make those moves. There are also a couple of like moves that you get like, oh, you can infuse them with your arrow to do like a big special shot. Cool. Um, it is fantastic uh, awesome. i was i was blown away by it because i played this game uh during the Tribeca festival and you know just like over parsec you know digitally playing it um yeah. i was like this is cool like whatever I'm, I'm not huge on this uh but actually playing it in context it is first of all gorgeous i mean it, it's totally totally beautiful it's like one of one of the most beautiful games i've played this year uh it, it really especially in its cutscenes, like looks like a full cg animated film incredible uh it thematically very rich you know again kind of talking about it's like environmental disaster and you know dealing with these characters that have like died and feeling grief about not being able to stop this thing from happening um very very like sad and and meaty like i, I mm -hmm. was into it but also it is just very deeply elegantly designed like the exploration the combat everything feels so this? good oh yeah yeah what's the playtime? Uh, it's it's like a tight eight to ten hours. Oh, I love me, that. The perfect video game length. They yep. should all be eight to ten hours for yep. AAA games. This is what we've been uh, saying lately. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, there's a whole thing where Jean Luc Godard, the French filmmaker from the '60s, always used to say that the, the perfect length for a film was 90 minutes, and he would do this like yeah. insane thing where he would just cut out scenes at random to try and get his films down to 90 <laughs> minutes. Which I agree, though. Get, like, a lot of movies that are like an cuts. hour and a half are fucking amazing. Perfect. I don't know, my favorite movie is like three hours. I have some. If there's uh, not an extended them, edition, then... <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it is, it is just a really elegant game. Like, it feels really good. Uh, it, it, the complexity of it curves up in really subtle ways. Yeah. Uh, just the way that it builds on its mechanics throughout the end. And the way that it introduces ideas 
And in, in most games, you know, like this, I feel like you introduce a lot of ideas and a lot of, like, skills and things that you can get. And you kind of use, like, some of them and ignore some of the other things. Yes. It's, like, a very rare game where I actually, over the course of, you know, again, like, 10 hours, used every single thing that the game wanted me to do. Yeah. Like every tool, every combat tool, every skill that I unlock. I mean, I'm doing that in Deathloop. There's things that I just don't yeah, yeah. use. I'm like, I'm just yeah. never going to use this. Big time. Big <laughs> cool, time. cool power. Not going to use it. Get out of here. <laughs> right. And, and I think some games want to do that to give you options and be like, yeah. oh, you can play the way you want to play. And so that might be something people don't like here. But like the fact that it, even just like in its collectibles, you know, like the fact that it has all these different collectibles and I'm actually like, oh, I actually want to find all of these and I want to get them because they have kind of specific uses or at least are like cosmetically very cute. Um, there's a whole cosmetic where you can unlock tiny hats that you can put on each individual creature. You oh my can, god like, you can customize every single one so you can have like 50 creatures and go into every one and be like what if a cowboy hat on this so these aren't <laughs> expendable like pikmin right no 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 they they follow you around there's a whole customization can you name like, them all no I wish. <laughs> oh that would be awesome <laughs> let me go farther yeah no that would be oh my god um i i highly recommend it i think there were a couple of reviews of it that were kind of in the camp of like everything about this is well made but i don't care and i, sure. I think that's fair like it is it is uh you know, like a really finely tuned adventure game, but I think that, you know, if if you're not kind of into what's putting out there narratively, then, then I get that. Um, but I actually think it has a lot of narrative depth, uh, again, just in, in how it's talking about uh, its environmental themes and like the, the personal grief and tragedy yeah. that comes when you have these environmental catastrophes that happen. Um, and also just kind of like, uh, you know, some really nice gameplay moments that speak to that theme. There's this whole thing where, you go to these like dead parts of the map that are kind of like rotted out and you beat enemies there and kind of like use your rot uh, creatures to bring life back to the land. And you get these beautiful real time moments of like these wooden burned out lands, like suddenly going like grassy again. And it's like very cathartic and, and beautiful. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, there's like a lot of visual you know. stuff like that in the trailers that are, they feel like they're taken from, zelda except it's yes. what you remember zelda being like in your head yeah it's, it's not sure. what it actually was like that's that's one of the things of uh of i've played like the opening like 40 minutes it's literally yeah. like the first thing you do after you leave the t the opening area is collect five rot that's what i've done yeah. and i'm just like it you know usually i'm one of those people that's like nintendo doesn't need powerful hardware the games stand on their own and i was right. just sitting there like <laughs> Fuck, why no, don't we have so a Zelda back. that looks like this? So why does a Zelda not look like this? Because if yeah. if we could get a game that looked like this. Um, I'm curious, Gio, uh, yeah. with um, one of the reviewers that I, I followed, they, they were saying that it, it's like the best PS2 game ever made or like <laughs> the best PS2 game of the year. And I'm yeah. curious as if you feel that at all because I definitely felt like, okay, my, my movements are very deliberate. There's yes. no like... Um, I just wish it was a bit more fluid there. And then there's stuff with like mentioning me picking up the rot. You have this one that is like, oh, I'm going to jump over here and this is where the next one is. And then it kind of like got stuck on um, yeah, right. like a chest or something and it wouldn't like jump on. And I just feel that like a lot of the That's like- That's where you're like, this is an indie game. 
<laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. That it seems like there are some quirks that are definitely like, oh, I, clearly there. This element makes it seem like it wasn't a huge team working on this. Yeah, yeah. I was just wondering if you felt like that was like an app description because I'm down to play more. I'm excited to play more because I think that the visuals, the audio as well. I like the fact when she picks up the rot, she does this like tap with her stick, Dude, yeah. but it's not like a um boom like there's energy. It's like a light wooden tap sound. I just yeah, it, it makes it's. Good it's feeling. very natural, and like the whole idea yeah. is this idea versus of like the natural world versus this like destroyed world that it's become. So yeah, there, there's a lot of really nice details. That that's a really great call out. Um, I, I think that's a totally fine description, but I don't think it's a bad thing. I think uh, sure. it, it is definitely like a classic game. It, it feels a little timeless to me, where it's like this is a collectathon adventure game, not like a collectathon necessarily, but it has a lot of, a lot of collectibles yeah. in that sense. Um, I, I wouldn't say it's quite like Psychonauts 2, but it is. it like approaches that. Um, where it's just like, again, like timeless is the way I would describe it. It feels like a video game and it feels like very happy to be a video game. And it feels like it's taking inspiration mm. from Zelda and it feels like it's taking inspiration from like those classic PS2 platformers. Um, and I think it wears its influences on its sleeve. I think like there's also a lot of Uncharted influence in it weirdly. I think there's like some weird Dark do you, Souls influence. Do you run at the screen? Can you run at the screen? Wait, uh, that's no. I, I, that's, well, that's both. That's, that's Crash Bandicoot <laughs> and Uncharted. That's just know, Naughty I Dog. Well, I mean, it I mean, it, it just has, it has those like climbing up. <laughs> sections, oh, okay. you know, where you scale stuff. I mean, it's loosely uncharted, I guess. You could say that I'm full of shit there. Uh, but oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I think it is, I think it is like very much wearing its heart on its sleeve in that yeah. regard of being like a classic game and, and feeling very classic. Yeah. But I think it's very clean. And, and I do think that maybe some of the movement is a little like, you know, not as sharp as maybe you would get in like a modern AAA game. Um, but I think that a lot of the uh, locomotive tools that you do eventually get, especially when you get the bow, um, start to bridge that and make it feel a little bit better. Um, I had no problem with, with the way it moves by the end. Um, I definitely had like a couple of hitches, but not any like huge problems. I did fix a game-breaking bug in it when I reviewed it, so you can all thank me for that. <laughs> I, did, I did save you all from a hard lock because um, I did hit a hard lock in the game and emailed them and they were like, <laughs> we, just, we just found out what it is and fixed it. Um, nice. <laughs> but uh but yeah like i i think uh, yeah there there are seams where you feel that it's indie but like to be totally honest like it's it's no buggier than an assassin's creed game you know? sure. like it's it's way but that way could be very buggy lot. yeah <laughs> it's it's way cleaner than actually i think a lot of triple a games i mean yeah. even mm. ratchet and clank has like weird moments of like totally glitchiness on it i so had weird I, graphical things in ratchet yeah so so i think i like, didn't have yeah, an it, arm that's, who that's needs, not good who needs two arms yeah i could get the arm if i put on some armor but most of the armor i was just missing the arm yeah um, that that's not good that's bad uh, so yeah like it has quirks and I, I think that people are always like very uh quick to see that stuff in indie games and i, I think it's fair like you can see the scenes a little bit easier because you're expecting you know, it because you're expecting it, right? And yeah. like you, you know that there's a lower budget, yeah. and you know that that stuff's going to be there, and the jank stands out. I feel like we overlook a lot of that stuff in in AAA games, just because like that stuff feels like an outlier sometimes. And it's like, oh yeah, it has this like weird hitch, but like, oh, this is such like a well crafted game. And I feel like nobody talks about like in Ratchet and Clank there being weird stuff, or the fact that Deathloop has like really oh. shitty bugs. See, like, he, really that's really interesting because no one is talking about it. I, think, <laughs> I don't think no one's talking about it. I think I think okay. I, I think 
I think we don't know what anyone talks about anymore because all of our yes. internet is so catered to us because okay. I cannot get away from hearing about death loop bugs and I okay. haven't had any. So, and I'm just <laughs> like, why, why is everyone I, like, I'm like, I don't know what everyone's talking about. I'm like, Tom, let's play death loop multiplayer. And he's like, I don't know. It's so bad with the rubber banding. I was like, what do you, I was like, I've done it so many times and it's perfect yes, every so time. Funny. You haven't had the menu bug in death loop. I haven't oh, had I've, I've, any I've bugs had, in I, what the one where you pause and the menu doesn't show up and shit like that. Yeah, because I've had like, that where like <laughs> I that there, there's been times that, not to jump to Deathloop, but there was a time in Deathloop one a couple of times where like that would happen where the game freezes and I have to like go back to the PS5 home menu and then jump yeah. back in and it undoes it. I've had ones where the um like clicking into a menu like the loadout and area menu i like clicked it i clicked into the like one of the leads tabs to read my leads and it loaded underneath it and yep. both menus were unusable and i had to yep. restart the game I've and had then you lose like your that. run because there's no uh, safe, right? yeah. yeah 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 well i yeah. you know i'm i'm ready to do another run so i'm lucky in that you know because i'm building my loadout so i'm lucky in the sense of like well, I would imagine you don't lose the whole map. thing. You would just no, restart you, that one. Yeah, you go, you okay. go to. I just okay. go back to my loadout and shit. So it's, it's uh, there are annoying things. It's like wild that. though, because I haven't. My game has been perfect, and now I've jinxed it. I'm gonna run into something <laughs> yeah, awful. Totally, <laughs> my game has been it's been perfect. And even when I played Tom with multiplayer, and Tom said it had been unusable to him. Oh, it was, it was great fine. when we played. It was yeah, fine when, when we, we played, played it with each other. There, yeah. There's a lot of things about that game that I think are just experiential, and it's like if you don't bump into them, you're like, "This is the best game ever." And if you do, it's like, "Wow, this game has some rough ideas <laughs> and like I, it rough execution." Do we want to talk I about Deathloop? Do we just want to jump into talking about it? Yeah, sure. I, and I don't want to. I don't want to. If you guys already talked about it a ton, I don't want to revisit a ton of. I don't. Yeah, but, I don't want to. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I do have some criticisms of it. I don't know. Did, did y'all gush about it last week? Was that was that the conversation? We did. I mean, we talked yeah. also about how we think the controls are clunky. Sure. sure. Uh, the menu is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to give two points of, of criticism specifically, okay. and I want to preface it with this: I think Deathloop is a really good game, and I like Arcane a lot, and I think they're very smart, and I think they have a lot of really good ideas. And there are times when I played Deathloop where I was like, "This is brilliant," and wow, the studio is amazing at level design. The studio, like the shooting feels better than like any game, you know? Like it, it feels so good and so satisfying. Like getting a nail gun on, on a headshot, like, oh my God, it feels so good. Um, and you know, like- it's, Oh, it's I bought the ideas. deluxe edition. Yeah, to get a good nail gun. No, you get you get a, tr a silence tribunal and it's gold. Okay. So it's like a golden gun from James Bond and I get oh, a wow. of tux. So you can use it in place of the nail gun, but it works slightly better at distance, obviously, because it's- That's- Yeah, uh, it's two, great. <laughs> two, two points of critique, maybe two and a half. Um, one, I think the multiplayer is terrible. I think it is- Oh. I know that people like it. Yeah, I, I love it. I feel like it. It, is, it is specifically built for content people where it's like, oh, I'm going to stream this game and like have these fun moments of variable interaction or like uh -huh. I'm going to go and mess with, you know, my friend in it or whatnot. Like it yeah. feels very, mm -hmm. very well built and almost like it's custom built for that. But as somebody who only plays those games like single player, um, I hated it. I hated every second of it. There was never a point where I thought it was good um, because I think the single player is really strong and I don't think it needs it. And what happened for me several times was yeah. like i didn't i didn't have to deal with real human people for the most part right i, I really did not have to deal with that because i was playing it 
you know, under embargo, like the Oh, but you could also just turn single player on and not have the internet come in. So I did a I did a lot of it as single player. And yeah. AI stuff I hate it, almost just as much <laughs> because the AI knows where you are at all times. Like if you were playing against a human, like you know, there there's like a hide and seek. You can actually escape sure. a human and that's fine. What I found with the AI was like I would stealth into a building and be hidden. Yeah. And I would be like 10 minutes of stealth trying to do like a mission. Yeah. And then Juliana would run into the room. I'm behind a wall and she'd start throwing grenades and everyone in the room is suddenly like, hey, kill that guy. And you have like sections of that game where there's a reactor and if it yeah. gets set off, it blows and you, you know, that's it. That's the end of your run. And I would get that happening. And I was just like, why is this necessary? Now, see, this is interesting though, because the AI is stupid. It's so bad. It's it's, it's stupid. You all so like yeah. you wouldn't run into this problem if you close the door. If you close <laughs> right. the door, they won't open them. I could run right. out into the street and get like eight people to run after me and go into a building and close the door and yeah. they will not open it. And I get open it and blast them with my shotgun and they will be dead. Right. But so, Juliana but Juliana AI is different. Juliana knows where you are at all times. She won't come in. She won't. She wouldn't. Maybe it's only when I ran into her at the house, at least. But like when I was at the apartment, all I had to do is close the windows and she like she can't go in. And then like I could just open the windows and knock her off. Like, and that was it. I I went into the space where you like get it's like the music studio mansion or whatever. And two times in a row. Yeah. She would just run in to the building and start like shooting at me from behind a wall. And I was like, what? And then I would get killed. And it was like this, whatever. Um. I, I don't like it. I think it's also super easy to exploit. If you just like go in with a friend and yeah. just like go like, hey, I'm just let me kill you three times, you get like 30 things immediately. Like you you immediately get like a ton of gear. Sure. Yeah. And I, I feel like that system's not very well built. Mm. Also, you're only getting gear that mostly just works in that mode. And I don't think there's good motivation to do it. Like the game I think you only much, do it if you enjoy it. That's what yeah. it's for. Yeah. But but here but but the narrative part of it is like I understand why I'm cold breaking the loop and that's compelling, right? Yeah. The story of the loop is compelling. Why then do I want to uphold? Like, what is my narrative drive? Uh, I don't think this needs a narrative. It's just supposed to be fun. Cause I'll tell you what, this is, this is the thing I was telling Tom. I've been waiting for this for 20 years since perfect dark had their counter operative mode where you would play the campaign and the second player would spawn as the NPCs and try to keep you from beating it. And that's literally the whole point of it. It's just fuck with your friends and screw around. And it hasn't been back. I love it because you know what I like to do? I like to fucking, I I like to just like make like a booby trap city. I put down like every mine I can. When I was playing (laughs) against Tom, I was in a rush. So I kind of, I kind of went in, which I never do. I like wait them out. So Dan, when, when you play as the bad guy, the yeah. good, the good person, Colt, has to hack an antenna to be able to leave the level. So, like, you always spawn as a person by the antenna, and it's like your goal is to kill them and keep them from hacking this. Yeah. Okay. I always have an extraordinary amount of lead on the person I'm against, so I just run around the level, which is really nice to be able to do without having to and worry about worry being about stealthy. The NPCs, it's like yeah. I just enjoy that <laughs> aspect of it. Sure, but sure, then, sure. then I go and I collect. I'll collect like five, sometimes like. I think eight is the most I had turrets and yeah. I will set up turrets fucking everywhere. And then I'll have mines <laughs> everywhere and I'll have like, I'll find the best spot like on a roof or with a window and I will just have yeah. my sniper. And it's like, I, I, I played a match. It was like 30 minutes. This guy was just like slowly yeah. trying to come in at the antenna. It was awesome. <laughs> I do like that aspect. And I liked playing it with you a lot, you know, as someone who was having kind of, I felt 
up i was feeling because i just played with randos kind of in vain with uh geo i was having issues with rubber banding i felt like yeah I mean, that wasn't sucks. that wasn't right but when it was you and i it was mind games and mm-hmm. it was like mm-hmm. yeah it was me like fuck i got a duck like i have to like run back and get health i know i got a couple of these things and i was like this fucker he's posted some fucking tarts and i was like <laughs> i bet you he doesn't know about the nullifiers that i know about in this yeah, level and i didn't and so i because the thing with juliana is is like chris did point out he's like the invisibility is so short but the five seconds that you are invisible if you fucking duck behind something like it is a pain in the ass so i was like i'm throwing nullifiers all over this place and i don't know if you try to turn invisible and like what the fuck is happening why can't i use my thing but it was i did I really, yeah. I was like, I saw you like kind of pausing there, like you were kind of like moving and stopping. I was like, I think he's trying to use his power and he doesn't know. Because I realized something was wrong. And then I'm like, I thought I was behind you and I was like, he's fucking near me now. I know it. I'm like, he's near me and he knows where I am and I don't know where he is and I'm screwed. And that's that that was a really fun uh, experience. And I I think that, uh, but I do, I do see where Geo is coming from. I think I just wish that that was it. You know what I mean? That, yeah. Like, that the mode was just like, hey, if you want to do this with your friends and like coordinate, cool. Like I don't want random people to come into my game and do it because like I don't know. I'm trying to beat the story. Like and the story's sure. cool. Yeah. The, the shooting feels good. The game is yes. good enough on its own. I don't want this. And, and this... the fact that like you can't <laughs> actually opt out of it because they just send NPCs instead is like, like yeah, yeah, come on. They should just also, they should just make like a couple repeatable missions that you could play. Yeah just for the multiplayer it's also you know i i think that you know so you know you asked were we high on it last week i was very very high on the game last week and i still really enjoy it but i quickly after playing more after last week yeah i hit a plateau of very quickly like i'm loving this oh my god every new gaming mechanic and like everything i'm learning is a revelation and then the game just like hits like this thing and i'm like all right i feel very well uh, like very knowledgeable about all the areas and now it was like there was one moment where um, I was hunting down Alexis it was the party at the at the end of the day yeah, yeah. and I, I took and you know that there's a way to trick him into like um, uh, revealing himself because everyone's in a mask and I accidentally fucked up and I went on the roof and someone saw me and it started causing chaos. And I was like, fuck it. It's so easy to take these fuckers out. Yeah. Let me just do it. Oh, fuck. I killed Alexis. Okay, cool. I may as well just fucking kill everyone and take the, <laughs> this opportunity to like scout this area out. Yeah. And I found myself just doing that over and over again, like Charlie's Mansion with the game, uh, like yeah. all of these oh, areas yeah. that yeah. at first feel like, oh my God, there's so many things. I actually feel like it's a lot more limited once you get the yeah. grand scope of it. That's what I like though. I like how much the more you play it, it feels like a very linear experience and that I think I think they should have just marketed this as a much more straightforward first person shooter game because it kind of is. Yeah. This is the, this is my second yeah. criticism with it actually. Go ahead. Which Go ahead. it sounds like all the things you liked about it are actually things I don't like about it just from like coming from a very different But that's but that's in, in the vein of it being like, let's keep this game yeah. as short as possible. Let's not make this an open world thing. Let's not make yeah. you confused. Let's not like make you lost just for the experience of discovery. Yeah. So so here's here's what it is for me though. And and I wanna see if 
y'all feel this? And and have people beaten it yet? Or are you still kind of? I'm not. I'm done very. With it. I'm okay. very close. But okay, I do I'm agree not. with Chris of like, and I agree with you of the fact of like, I'm very. And I get big like lost vibes, right? Because like you uncover shit where it's like, oh, yeah. you guys might not have been the first people to have been here. There might have been people before yeah. you, and like your past is tied to that in different ways. And like, oh, I'm connected in this way to this character, all this stuff, and. I, that is the thing that is propelling me and I'm so interested yeah. in it. And I just feel like there are moments where there are huge gaps in me learning anything new about these characters. And that's where it like kind of like gets, so I do kind of wish it was more linear in that regard yeah. of propelling here's, me through the story constantly. Here, here's here's the criticism that, that I would, where this comes out to me, where the plateau comes in. Um, at the beginning, it sets itself up like a puzzle game. It is like, hey, we're giving you a puzzle, and that puzzle is how do you get all of these same people in a sequence where you can kill them in one day? And, like, how do you get them in this section, in this section, in this section, right? And the the reason that the beginning of the game is so satisfying for me is because, like, you're learning that, and you're like, okay, I killed this person, but, like, uh, how do I get them here? If I could get them here. And there's this whole, like, puzzle aspect to it that I think is really smart. And what you realize halfway through the game, for me, is that, like, there's actually no puzzle. Like you just do the objectives. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you <laughs> it's follow a linear the objective game. markers. It's it's very linear. But it's like, like a choose your own adventure. They're all going to go to the same place. Yeah, and and for me, it's like if they had set. I mean, if they had set the expectation, like you said, like just make it a linear, a more linear game, and be upfront about the fact that it's linear. I would be like, okay, cool. This is just. Like it a feels good... like it is when you're playing the game. It's just I don't think yeah. it was marketed that way because when you play the tutorial. The tutorial experience and the actual game experience, Literary, it's yeah. a little less handheld, but it's still very similar. Yeah. But, it's but, also but, really funny because I, it, with the last week, what I said about the game was that it feels like someone dumped a bunch of puzzle pieces in front of me and I have to put it together. And I was, and I was like, get it, it's weird because I have, to, I'm in this two mindsets about it. Cause I was getting to this point where I was like, wait, I have to do these two at this time. And then this, like, how does this happen? And then it's like, oh, the game ends up solving itself. Yeah. Yes. And then I was like, oh, actually, I'm glad because I'm kind of getting a little bit over the monotony of I some prefer of that. I prefer Cold to feel I, like a real But then character. I was also like, fuck, like, it's yeah. just, I just it's have to balance. do the objectives to get them into the- But I like that, the, narratively speaking, it's not on me to try to figure those things out. Cold <laughs> gets the information and then remembers it and the game knows that and it doesn't yeah. go through this weird obfuscation of information like so many other games would. It's just like, cool, you know that. Like, you go to put a code in, Auto put the code in because you know the code because you're cold. Yeah. You already got that info, just like everything else. The problem is for me, it's just like what, what Tom was saying about like, oh, they scatter all these puzzle pieces in front of you. I agree. But then it's just like watching someone do the puzzle in front of you. Like, well, it's but you're like, playing the game. I know, but it's like my, my interaction with the game at that point becomes I'm handing someone else pieces. But that's every I mean? game. Like, you could you could be that reductive. I think it's more I think it's no, that's every game <laughs> no, though. Because no, no, every game bad. is like you just bring marker A to, to point B. You know, it's like yeah, it's it's I, every every game comes down to waypoints. Fall guys, you're going fair. to a marker. Like it's like you could call this with anything. It's it's more seems that yeah, the presentation of the game set the expectation for you that you guys were solving a puzzle and that's not yeah. what the game is it's it's like in hit, hit the comparison here is hitman though, right yeah. hitman you can leave it on and do what this game does where it's like you just go to the marker and do the narrative beats you also have the mode in that though where you can turn that off and just play it as like a sandbox game and then you are so you are solving it in that game, sure. right? like that is a game that gives it, you the option to i was to totally 
Yeah. yeah, I was totally under the impression that it was kind of like you have to, there are multiple ways to complete the game. All of yeah. the visionaries just have to die in a day. And yeah, that is not the case. The case is you have to get them into a specific sequence of events. Yeah, one, and one sequence. Yeah, there's there's only one option. There isn't a way to be like, cool. No, I've but it's about figuring out and, what that yeah. is, what you do by learning more about them, by seeking them out throughout. Right the different times of day and locations on the island. Right, but uh, I just I just thought like there would be a thing where it was like cool, you take these two out in the morning, maybe even there's different pairings, different avenues you yeah, can go of like yeah. but there isn't any of that. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's my thing. I think like for people who aren't big puzzle game people or, or whatever, that's fine. It it is just an action game presented in a in a, in a <laughs> weird way and that's cool. I, I just wish it had set itself up differently because halfway through the game i'm making mental notes right and i'm going like oh okay yeah. i think i can do this i think i can do this i think i can do this and you get to the end and it's just kind of like I why did i waste that. any of that yeah, brain yeah. power totally. I, I think <laughs> this is an expectation thing because like the yeah, first think, thing yeah. i realized while playing the tutorial was i'm so happy i don't have to remember everything because there's a lot of information yeah. and it's clear the game has been like hey we're gonna remember everything for you yeah um and i was like cool you're not gonna waste my time because, yeah, that's fair. because the, the alternative is if it was more open world and sandboxy, we would lose a lot of the narrative things because the reason they're able to do so much voice acting yeah. and like all these narrative beats is because it's linear. Sure, it, sure. You know, if it wasn't such a lockdown story, the story would probably suffer significantly yeah. for gameplay that would probably be more confusing. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think I'm just spoiled by Hitman. I think that's it. I think like I just want this game to be Hitman, yeah. and it's almost Hitman, that's but then it's also just see. Like, I wanted this game to be Perfect Dark, and it feels a lot like yeah. Perfect Dark. <laughs> it's got it's got like weird alien science. Sure, it's got sure. time stuff. It's got uh, counter operative mode. It's got gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's all I want. Those are the two points I wanted to bring up. I, yeah. I have very specific critiques with it. Uh, I think it, I think it's a really cool game. I, th I think there are some rough edges on it, um, but it's been burning a hole in my chest because when I see these like 10 out of 10, this is a perfect game thing. So I'm like, it's come but on. It got, it got in the 80s though. It got a, yeah. it like it, on Open Critic, it's in the 80s. So yeah, and... it's, it's sitting in a nice place. I think like yeah. I, I reviewed it lower when I I gave it like a seven, which I thought was very fair, but like I, I get, I get where it's at. <laughs> seven's a good score. A seven's a good score. A seven is a very very high score. It's way above average. Oh, Tom, he writes for Digital Trends. Remember? Yeah. I mean, look, their, I'm a big scoring. fan. Look, I'm a big fan <laughs> of using the whole spectrum. You know, yeah. I famously, yeah. infam infamously, infamously rated shit. Uh, much lower because I felt like, well, I'm looking at the the nice thing about you know, to praise uh, Digital Trends for a moment, we have a really good review guide system, right, of explaining shit. And it was like, here is what each star level means. And two and a half stars is an average game. And that makes sense. But it should be. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so I would give games, like, I was like, I enjoy this game. It's a seven. But that's like, you know, like, pretty good. good. Like, Competent, good. Competently <laughs> like, made game. Competently yeah. made game. Like, anyway. So yeah, I'm yeah. I'm I'm very close to finishing Deathloop. I I think I have like one or two two more loops. I think one of the kind of other frustrating things is and something that like disappointed me is at the beginning I was like, why would I ever like skip to the afternoon or skip to the night or do this? And I just find myself now like, yeah, I'm just gonna skip like I most do it all the time. Day. Yeah, you yeah, do. it's interesting. Um, yeah. I'm gonna talk about a different game. It's a Go ahead. Game. That's all. I have. So a name that I haven't heard in a very long time. I saw on Twitter today. 
Matt mm. Casamassina. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's a former Nintendo IGN guy, who then yeah. went to Apple. Now he's CEO at Rogue, which is yeah. a indie game studio and uh right or publisher i think they're a yeah. studio yeah they're the publisher um fist of fluffs fist of fluffs fist of fluffs okay that's the name right yes fist of fluffs i had to double check fist of fluffs it's uh i bought it i played it today it's out on steam and nintendo switch it is uh gang beast with cats gang beast with cats but if it's also a little bit um Untitled Goose Game visually looks a lot like Untitled Goose Game. Same sort of like top down, slight like diorama, like isometric view on everything. Um, mm-hmm. It's like you don't control the camera. And similar to Untitled Goose Game, you also kind of like you can knock shit over and like kind of like cause a mess. But the gameplay is like Gang Beasts. Um, they compare it to like Smash, like local like fighting but it's not a platform fighter you don't knock the other cats out of the ring they have lives uh so um it's almost a little like power stones in that regard uh it's really funny and the cats are like very well animated and doing certain things with the cats like i'm being chased by one cat and i just like jumped up on top of like the bookcase and like the cat's got like his like back up in the air it's like as a person with two cats that wrestle and chase each other around and fight it was very accurate it was extremely accurate. Um, I, it's $20. I think it honestly is um, maybe a little bit more than I think people would pay for a local only game at the moment. It is going to get online, which is where I saw Matt Casman. He said it's coming. It's just not there yet. So that'll be an update. Um, so with online, I'd be like, sure. But unless you have people you can play this with, like playing against bots for 20 bucks is not going to be as much fun, mm-hmm. obviously. Yeah. Um, but once online is added, it's a very fun game. And also my favorite thing, I spent like 15, 20 minutes just making my cat. There's an adopt a cat area. Like it has preset cats, but then there's an adopt a cat area where you name it has a bunch of different body types and then, uh, fur patterns and you can change all the colors so you can make them unrealistic or realistic. You give it a name and then you can give it an item of clothing and it can also separately get like headwear. It's like minus little backpack. Um, you could give it a sweater, you give it a little headphones, you can give a big cowboy hat. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's a very silly game. And the cat meows that they use are obviously like real cat recordings. My cats were just fucking like very confused by this game. <laughs> that's coming out of the TV. If, if you're not a cat person, you're a dog person. Could you enjoy this game? Or is this just for cat people? If you don't like cats, don't buy this game. <laughs> <laughs> what an amazing. Put that on the box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I, I don't know what's here for you if you don't. There's, it's there's literally a bunch just of cats. There is um like a capture the flag. Like there are different game modes too. So there are different game modes, but it's like a silly physics cat game. Much better physics than Gang Beast, but I'd say closer physics to like Fall Guys. Like it's somewhere in between like precise and silly. It is like goofy physics at times. If, if you're a dog person, I think The Last Friend is coming out soon, and that's like a tower defense game about dogs on turrets. Oh, there I played go. that at Indicate in like 2019. You probably it's didn't like your cat like person. This, this month, I think. Yeah. yeah. You hate it? <laughs> I have a dog, too. I'm a dog and okay. a cat person. We have, I know, but we you've, have a dog you've, and been, you've been more of a cat person in your life, then. Uh, no, it's definitely not true. I had a dog. <laughs> I had a dog for the first 10 years of my life, and then I moved out here. So I got oh, cats. We've never guessed what dog is in the room. I'm just throwing it out there. Well, because uh, <laughs> because <laughs> dogs take a lot more time and work. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't 
leave a dog at home, you know, for eight to 10 hours a day while you're at work and stuff like that. When you're in your like twenties and you're not at home with cats, they can kind of handle themselves. You can set it and forget it. Yeah. For a couple of days, you could set and forget a cat. If you can I definitely don't, set and forget a cat for a couple of days. If I don't yeah. have, if I'm going to go away for three days, I don't need to ask anyone to come check on the cats. I'll just put a second litter yeah. box out, even though I have the automatic one, which would be fine. Put out extra water and food. And they just like leave a camera on to check on them. And I always come back and they're alive. They're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Yeah, it's never they a problem. A Any more than like three or four days, I'd get someone to come like check on the cats or whatever. But you can't you can't leave a dog home for like 12 hours. No. Like you can't, you can't leave that's for like half a day. The dog, that's like the your house be covered in shit and piss if you do that. <laughs> so, um, Fist of Fluffs. It's fun. Someone sent yeah. me. So, uh, I can't remember uh, on the Discord someone was like christian you know about this game i had never heard of it it was a uh, ether and i just immediately bought it on steam and downloaded it within like a minute i was like i'm buying this fucking game let's go i wish i, wish I wasn't so backlogged right now i would love to jump on that i'll, I'll put it on my list my once there's online list. multiplayer yeah that's that's the time to jump yeah. in yeah so uh dan yeah have you played a sports game recently uh, i have or not sports what's game. Well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Wait, you got your computer I mean, back. Have you restarted Zelda? Me? Yeah, I have not gotten a chance to yet. No, because okay. of this show. But now that that's up, I'll get a chance to. You're gonna jump back into Zelda? Yeah, I mean, I it's not like I deleted it or anything. I still have my no, yeah. save points. So which one? Uh, Breath of the Wild. Ah, I got, never played I, it. I got like a bunch of hours in, and then my I was streaming it, which was the thing. Like uh, the reason yeah. I was playing, I was like, oh, I'll stream it. Like I've never played it, and then. Uh, my computer took a shit. My GPU finally, after months and months of being crappy, uh, finally yeah. crapped out. And so I finally got the GPU back like last week. And right. so I'm finally jumping into like Streamlabs and everything. And it feels great not to have to stream just directly off the consoles. Yeah. Yeah. So shit. Which yeah, you can't do on Switch. It's so shit. Yeah. So. It's really bad. It's really bad. Um, well, then what are you playing? Uh, I mean, as far as like streaming, more yeah. Fall Guys stuff and like just, and then will be the show. Okay. My other free time. They have, they just had like a whole bunch of things at the same time. So I finished up all those in IMLB the show. And I'm sure they'll have another like, couple of weeks, but I don't know. I've been like working, coming home and just playing like one hour and that's it. It's been a tough last two weeks, but now. Oh, right. Uh, Your work schedule has been late. Yeah. And yeah. then so now it's going to be a little better. Back okay. to normal ish. It's <laughs> good. Right in time for Halo. Oh my God. I, I mean, I'm hoping because I needed to come out for. A lot of that flight, <laughs> that flight tomorrow, baby. Uh, Tonight, no. Uh, so the flight begins tomorrow, but very soon tonight, it actually may have launched. It. Wait, so tomorrow, I already have it downloaded. Tomorrow, when the episode's up, or tomorrow today? It's like Thursday night. Tomorrow, Thursday Friday? night, I will be able to <laughs> play to this now. Halo Infinite. I won't be able to play online multiplayer, but I will be able to play the training room. Oh, uh, the training. and I will be able to also do the gun range. Is that is, is the training room just bots? Wave bot, waves of bots. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! So I'll be able to do bots and gun range. I don't care if I can't play multiplayer until tomorrow. <laughs> Life hack: if you if you can't get into Halo Infinite multiplayer, you could just download and play Splitgate instead. Yeah, which probably going to be better than Halo it's Infinite. Not. It's not. I love Splitgate. I love uh, it. I like Splitgate. I, I finally Splitgate got too. in. There finally wasn't an insane queue. I tried to play it for once and it loaded. It's fun. It's not fucking Halo Infinite. Yeah, exactly. Halo Infinite is the best it's Halo. Wait, did you made, play? So have you played the uh, uh, 
uh, multiplayer for Halo Infinite already? Oh yeah. Okay. Is is it is it really good? It's it's the best Halo, Halo Three. Yeah. But with the best That's visuals awesome. and yeah. and they and and some of the best, all of the modern things they've come up with that work, yeah. and none of the ones that don't. There's no Spartan abilities. The Great. run speed is literally five, unless they've changed it. It's only five percent faster. So mm-hmm. you're really only now going to run when you have no other choice. That's Whereas awesome. before Halo Five and Halo Four, it broke the levels because everyone was running all the time. Yeah, you're just running so, constantly. And then the so the normal speed when you're shooting felt so slow. So it made the games actually feel slower. The games themselves were slower because the actual shooting speed was like really slow in comparison to everyone's running speed. And then the maps all had to be like much longer and wider to accommodate. Right. Whereas now like the maps feel smaller and like more contained. I love it. I love that's, it. It's so good. Because I, I had written I had written it off kind of because I was like. Three four three is just not as good as as Bungie as at at, at uh, sure at shooting. I don't like, I, I don't think, think that's what it was but, though. I I think I think they just didn't know. Like, how do yeah, you follow up Halo Three without doing? Yeah. Well, actually, the other problem is Bungie made Halo Reach, which is actually the most egregious of all of them. Uh, I like Reach. I actually do like Reach, but it's, I get that. it's a I good campaign. That. But the multiplayer is the worst of all of sure. them, arguably. You don't like the abilities, I assume. The abilities are the worst version of all the Spartan ability stuff because yeah. of the way the pickups and stuff work because it was like loadouts only. Yeah. Um, it had like the least balanced weapons and it had the worst maps because they didn't make any unique maps. Every map right, was right. just a slice of a campaign level because yeah. it was a clearly like rushed idea. Oh, so 343 was like, all right, we're going to jump off of where Reach was. And it's like, well... <laughs> So it was Bungie's fault all along. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're the ones who were bad. Uh, 343 tried to make the Bungie stuff happen, work, yeah. and it didn't. didn't. So now that, they're going back to the old Bungie stuff that did work. Stop trying to make that, fetch happen, Gretchen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's uh, yeah, Geo, I, I, I'm not yeah. even like a Halo player. Like I've, yeah. I, I've been excited for Infinite because Dan and, and Chris and Tuna yeah. are the host of lifelong halo fans and i've been waiting for a launch for, of this ge- of a halo <laughs> yeah. game happened while we're making the podcast and like we may started this podcast right after guardians came out yeah and so i've been so excited and so in my brain i was like oh, man i hope in- i in- actually enjoy infinite instead of just like oh i want to play with the boys yeah, I could not get enough of that first test flight. I thought awesome. Was That's great. Rules. That's such good news. That's such good news. <laughs> I had to give like, Tom my Steam and Xbox login so that he could yeah, play. Because I could, I didn't get in, and Chris was away, and he was like, "You want to just play on my Steam account, dude?" Yes, yes. Trying to play it on the Steam, for, I was like, "Great, I'll just log into your Steam and download it." And then it needed me to like verify the account, <laughs> and so it need I had to send like bunch of codes Classic. back and forth. And then once I got into the game, it was like. Okay, now you need to log into your Xbox account, and I was like, "Fuck, Chris is in the middle of the desert." <laughs> that, <laughs> it was great. That, that sounds great, though, because I—I I mean, the thing I like about Split Games, I'm like, God, it feels like Halo Two, and like, God, yeah. I love Halo Two so much. But unfortunately, wow. it feels like Halo Two net, like how it feels now, as opposed to when it felt when it came out. Uh, I don't know. I, I like how it plays uh, personally, but also it's because I'm a puzzle game guy, and that game is like a shooter puzzle game and i yeah. think it's genius. i've wanted I, i've wanted portal halo forever i love it I, it's come out at the wrong time for me i i just like <laughs> i'm not i'm never gonna be good at a shooter like i'm never going to i would mm. play somebody i'm never gonna be fast enough but in Splitgate, i do not have to be 
Yeah, is, as long as true. I can outsmart somebody, <laughs> the hit stand is like that's ridiculous, true. right? It's like I, I do not have to be aiming at a person to hit them. So I just get to jump on somebody. So for me, it's like very satisfying in the sense of this is a shooter for people who are bad at shooters. And like, I think it's genius because of it. Um, but, I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm really excited to to play like a Halo game that returns to kind of the roots of Halo. I, I think that'll that'll be really fun. So if, if it has your stamp of approval from that uh, sense, like I'm, hey, I'm. I'm if you like Halo game. 2 or Halo 3, you're going yep. to like this new game. Yeah, great. That's that's all I need to hear is sell me on it. If you like cats, you're gonna like Halo Infinite. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if, if you're I dog lover, though, there's nothing here for you. There's nothing here for you. <laughs> Amazing. That'd be great if that was the scale you use now from now on for like every game. Yeah. Just like if you like cats, you're gonna love this. If you like dogs, you're gonna hate it. Mm-hmm, or mm-hmm. like and that's it. Like that's the only answer. That's I the guess metric. there's no scale. It's just Skaper, one The spot. only game for people with pets that are birds. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, if you like bird. birds, you're probably yeah. like if you love like birds, watching cats chase them. You might be yeah, the only ones sure. to love Skatebird. My cat likes Skatebird more than me. I can say that, but with confidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anything else? Can we just jump right into news? Because there's a lot. I would like to. I would like to hear. I didn't get to read Geo's impressions of Guardians. So, just oh, top sure. level thought of the preview that you played. Yeah, sure. Uh, I I did a uh, hands on demo with Guardians of the Galaxy that comes out uh, in like mid October. I don't remember the exact date. It's like the 18th or something. Um, when they announced that game, and when I watched all the stuff for that, I was like, "This is not going to be good." Uh, the the <laughs> thing that I immediately noticed was like. This is a single-player game about the Guardians of the Galaxy where you only play a Star Lord. I was like, "What a dumb missed opportunity! <laughs> what are they doing?" Right? I was like, "Like, not even is there no multiplayer like for a squad game? Like, what are you thinking?" But I was also like, "I have to play Star Lord, like the least interesting one. Like, I can't play as Rocket. I can't play as Groot. Like, why are you making this game?" Um, but the the devs of it, when I talked to them at the time, were like. It's about solo team play, and we're, we're building this idea of solo team play. And I was like, I don't know what that means. Whatever, we'll see. Uh, playing it, <laughs> I loved it. I, I was very oh, yeah. shocked at how much I liked it. Um, it is very smart uh, in, in what it is doing in its solo team mechanics. It's essentially like you are calling the shots of the team in, in a way that like I wasn't expecting. So the way that combat works is like, you are playing as Star-Lord and, you know, you're, like, shooting and, and can get up and pummel people, whatever. But, like, way more than that, what you're doing is you're opening a radial menu where you, like, bark orders at your teammates. And you open it up and you go, like, okay, who am I going to command? And it's, like, Rocket, here are his abilities. Rocket, go and do this. And then, you know, he has a cooldown. And then it's, like, okay, Gamora, go and do this. Groot, go and do this. And what it becomes is this, like, thing that I haven't really played in a game um, other than like Mass Effect, but but I think this almost does it better than Mass Effect just because it's newer and, and more modernized, where you really do feel like you are barking and calling the orders. And I felt like I wasn't even like fighting that much because I didn't <laughs> necessarily want to, right? I, I, I was like, okay, like a, a, a group is gonna like tie this person up with this ability and then I'm gonna have Gamora do her big attack and then I'm gonna have like Rocket <laughs> drop a bomb like on these people over here. And there's also these contextual battle things where in addition to just calling people out and doing their abilities, there are also things in the environment where you can say, oh, there's a big barrel over there. Uh, I'm mm. going to send Drax to pick up the barrel and throw it and blow it up on an How do you floor. do that very quickly? It's just you when you hover over something, when you're looking at something, there's yeah. a button command that's yeah. like Drax. And like every, you know, there, there are certain environments. It's like Star Fox command on steroids. 
Sure, sure. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Or like, or there's a there's a crate hanging from the ceiling for a rope, and it's like you look up and there's a button prompt for Gamora, and she goes up and she cuts it. And That's so cool. it, it just becomes like a game about directing traffic in a way yeah. that like I haven't played in, in an action game where you really are going like you go do this, you go do this, you go do this. I'm gonna go in and get this hit, but then like you know, then then you're gonna come in and do this. Um, and then of course you have like you know, these attacks that you can execute where it's like team attacks where you hit a certain button sequence and, you know, it shows you the animation of your whole team kind of beating the crap out of someone. There's a very fun mechanic where your super ability is that you call a team huddle and it goes to this cutscene of like your whole team yes. coming in yeah, and you I have to craft this. a motivational speech. Like they essentially come in and go <laughs> like, hey, Drax is being an asshole. Like I, I want to go and do this thing and he's trying to take all the credit and like someone else is like, well, Rocket's being a dick because of this. And then you have to craft a speech. Like, you know, it's, you pick like two lines of dialogue um, to like get them pumped up. And then based on that, it'll play a certain 80s song and you'll go into like a hyper attack mode. So like I'm playing it. I do this motivational speech, final countdown comes on and then suddenly we're like super powered and we're doing shit. Really, really fun, really clever. There's a lot of that like command barking in. Yeah the exploration too it's like there's a grate here i can send rocket to go to the grate because he's small enough to do it um they're like you know, really but, smart pikmin yeah kind of they're really smart pikmin who don't die when you go guardians to of the galaxy just like pikmin it's yeah. just like pikmin if you like <laughs> pikmin by the way so guardians <laughs> of the galaxy i think is a game if you like dogs Yes. If you like totally. dogs, you're like Guardians of the Galaxy. Isn't uh, Cosmo in it or Crypto or whatever <laughs> but, it is? No, Cosmo. Uh, yes. But Pikmin, yeah. Pikmin, on the other hand, if you like cats, I think go. I think Pikmin is a game for cats. That's the definitive. I 100% agree with this. We like need Bar- this website. We <laughs> need like this website. Cats or dogs. Video game if you reviews. like telling a dog to sit and then they sit, you're going to love Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> That's what it's a game about. There, um, it can be yeah. like a two big Venn diagrams for dogs cats and there's yeah. like a there's a cross section and then there's a couple smaller circles for like people that have snakes and birds and shit. yeah <laughs> it's and like these cool are for too. the snake freaks snake <laughs> um, but yeah i think i think people had written this game off i think it was just kind of like eh whatever i think it's like very quietly going to be a, a very surprisingly fun game I, I think like the humor seems like it's way too much and and you know like that i think is going to turn people off you know it's just like constant quipping and like, yeah Okay. Uh, but I think that gameplay wise in what it's doing with the idea of like, we are making a game that is about a team and about teamwork and about like commanding and managing egos. Um, the gameplay reflects that really, really well. And I think uh, it, it is going to surprise people and how well it handles it. Again, I only played a small slice. I only played like an hour and a half of the game or something like that. So, you know, maybe it's actually going to be bad <laughs> in, in context. Um, but but I was impressed with what I played so far. So uh, I would say keep it on your radar if you had written it off. I think I think it's going to be more interesting than you think as like a single player tight single player game. It seems like it's a 10, 10 to twelve hour sucker from what I can tell. So <laughs> just perfect length again. You know. Hell yeah, yeah. We'll see. We're gonna jump to news. Let's do it. Keep the episode from going too long. We'll try and yeah. go through these pretty quick because we do really need to make fun of this Mario movie. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's this whole segment. Let's blow through. Is that the, the game rest of them. is the game just make fun of the Mario movie. Let, let's just <laughs> knock out the Nintendo stuff so we can just talk about yeah. the Mario movie. Uh, so Digital Trends did a great write up here on. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I'm looking at a website called DigitalTrends.com written by. I've a never guy heard called- of it. 
Giovanni Colantonio. I don't know I'm if you guys have read any I'm of this still stuff. So tired for this event. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Record. What a fucking whirlwind. Ooh. What a whirlwind. <laughs> I mean, look, there are some big highlights like Splatoon, Bayonetta, and really the biggest thing that isn't N64 is Kirby. Yeah. Right? Like Forgotten Land. Yeah. Kirby Forgotten Lands is a game that made me have the reaction Tom had earlier where I was like, fucking Nintendo is so held back by the shitty hardware yeah. on this console because this game looks beautiful. But imagine if it wasn't like covered in jaggy edges everywhere, if it could yeah. have alias it, like like it if it could run some, at a high resolution. Some like movement in it. <laughs> yeah, what if it had some awesome like lighting and the textures yeah. were like high resolution? Like there's so yeah. many things in these Nintendo games that if they just ran at a high resolution, you could turn some shaders on, they would look unbelievable, these games. Yeah, really beautiful. Their artwork does all of the heavy lifting for these consoles. Yeah. Um, I think like... Bayonetta looks great. Splatoon looks great. I mean, you know, it's like we just got more details on those games. There wasn't much that was like, whoa, crazy. It was just like, these games still look good. Great. It was so um, funny because the <laughs> I'm watching the the thing and I'm like, oh, like the Splatoon thing. I'm like, what is this game? What is, what am I, the mammalians back or whatever. I was like, what is this? And then they got the guy in the lab coat and he's yeah. like, we're going to dive into uh, what Splatoon 3 is about. I'm like, great, thank you for explaining this. Yeah, and then this. he does like two minutes and he's like, the mammals are back. All right, guys, we'll be back with more well, because, information. Okay, here's the thing, though. Is, Splatoon has deep lore. Yes, people that <laughs> like, that are really in Splatoon, like uh, Matt Acevedo, obsessed with Splatoon. He play, He's yeah. unbelievable at that game. Some of these people that play this game are like, they're so dirty and fucking Splatoon. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> Those insane gyro controls, but whatever. Um, it's so weird. It takes place in the future. It's like humanity yeah. has been wiped out. Yeah. Like there's no more mammals. So like the mammals are back. That's a big deal. That's a big deal for the Splatoons out there. I love it. I love it. Um, what I was going to say though, was like uh, the, just about Kirby real quick is like, I was really excited about it when I saw it, just the the concept of it, the idea of like going back to doing a 3D Kirby, like an open yeah. world Kirby game that's like Mario. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Mario Odyssey. Like that's, it looks like Mario Odyssey, but, yeah. for, but for Kirby. Um, great. And I hope it's good. I feel like, I don't know though. I like, I, I feel like the last 3D Kirby game was was probably Crystal Shards for the N64, yeah. which like, wasn't wasn't a good game, right? It looked lower it budge too than, than yeah. Mario Odyssey. It looked almost closer to like, Mario 3D World. Yeah. I think it's probably not actually going to be very good. It looks like a little simplistic in a way that sometimes Kirby games suffer from being a little simplistic. I think Kirby and Yoshi have become the, like, we're going to make a sort of Kids. 7 out of 10 game that children yeah. can play. We're going to make you a 3D platformer that will tide you over for a few months yeah. until if, we well, announce if the you next have children, Mario. Because, uh, like, yeah. like <laughs> honestly, in the past, there were a lot of Nintendo games I wouldn't skip and nowadays like a lot of these yoshi games oh, and like totally. the Kirby yeah. games like i'm skipping them because they're just like they're actually like I'm making sorry. stuff that are geared towards kids i don't, care. Nope. I don't yeah. care how Kirby good yoshi's woolly like, on is i'm, I'm not never fucking yet. playing that game that game is, that game is fantastic <laughs> I, I will say that game's fantastic no, but I mean, no, no, like, no, uh, woolly world is great Crafted i mean like world. super Crafted adult. world the new one was yeah yeah I'm talking about like they have this game in the back of some store with like you know. Well, this one, this one was like it was so it. weird, like watching wow. this well, Yoshi game, and it's like well, Yoshi's tongue and Kirby's sucking ability. I don't know what kind of adult Kirby, you're talking about. A lone Kirby strolls the land, like. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, I see. Yeah. I got you. The raunchy. Yeah. You gotta throw names out if you don't hear so. Yeah, yeah. Cub, that's, Cub, that's Cubby, definitely. Do you uh, want to hear some some wild hearsay? Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> for so, someone I know, uh, uh, I met this guy. He okay. um he worked he worked higher up at Nintendo for a long time, and mm, I mean he had your this, uncle. No. Um, <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, the it does name, like but I could... that up. Yeah, yeah, I was like, is this a joke? Like, are we doing the uncle bit? Yeah. I don't remember the guy's name, but okay. I could find out. Uh, it was when I was filming. Um, I filmed, I did DP and I filmed, uh, I, I was the DP on an indie film. And I spent like a week up in like Glens <laughs> Falls, New York. Uh, and the guy's house that we stayed at, who is like, I think the uncle of like the director. Do you fees me? Um, he he apparently worked at Nintendo for a long time. I think in like marketing or something. Okay. Do you, do you remember the name Perrin Kaplan? Yes, absolutely. So according to him, who's that? Perrin Kaplan's favorite joke was to ask what character sucks, blows, and then spits you out. Amazing. Who is this person? Perrin Kaplan. Kirby. So like I said, yeah. it's some wild hearsay. <laughs> Perrin Kaplan was like a was like a figurehead for a while when I was a kid, for Nintendo. Was yeah. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> when I he told me this, wait. I was like, "What?" That's amazing. <laughs> we need this uh, to be blogged about. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, I, I hope that Kirby game's good. I don't know. I, I feel like I've been burned too many times by the, like you said, like the Yoshi Kirby like pivot to just being a competent game for kids that's not super tight or, or good. Um, so. We'll see. I'll probably yeah. play it. Yeah. I, I will play. It. I'll review it. I, yeah, I don't have a choice. Uh, sure. But but yeah, like I I'm curious about it. I want to see it. Yeah, as a cognitive machine that doesn't turn off, you have no choice but to play this game. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> honestly, the thing that I'm most excited about is the N64 controller. I'm glad they made sure. it. They have the audacity to say we're going to charge you like. $50 for a wireless Nintendo 64 controller. I hope that the, the thumbstick is actually like the shitty old thumbstick on the Nintendo 64. Oh, yeah. I hope this thing is like a janky piece of shit so that I can truly enjoy Mario Kart for the garbage controls that that controller always was. How dare I'm you. so excited about it. Yeah. How dare is, you, sir? I can't wait for people to realize <laughs> finally, after all these years, that the Nintendo 64 games play like ass and aren't good and are better than but mario that's yeah. not true oh my my, more of like a, oh my god some mario kart favorite. 64 feels awful. oh okay you're right i agree mario kart 64 not the good yeah. kart racer the that's best kart racer was diddy, diddy, kong. diddy kong racing yeah absolutely. diddy kong yes. racing is an incredible kart racer yeah of course of course that's that's the thing. well because Lots of nostalgic favorites also right. the the everyone loves block fort you know i love block yeah, fort yeah. block fort's great um but yeah, I mean, I was surprised to see Banjo on the list. Yeah, Microsoft. yeah that's kind of nuts. I was like, maybe we'll get Perfect Dark. Probably not because yeah. it's M-rated, but yeah, I mean, whatever. You can play it on Game Pass in like 4K. It upscales it to 4K with like HDR. So <laughs> it's got like online multiplayer. So there's probably no reason to play it on the Nintendo and, anyway. And not to be, not to, not to uh, <laughs> only focus on the N64, the Sega Genesis games also coming to it. I think it's yeah, awesome. kind of wild. Uh, really cool like, really bizarre that that was play, the part two echo to the, that equation echo the dolphin on your switch okay great. <laughs> I, like cool i love echo the dolphin me too that that soundtrack holy shit man that's a great that's a great soundtrack uh yeah why are they skipping the game boy <laughs> like 
just they don't. Can we get Game Boy games? Like I, I mean, yeah, that was the, that was the thing about the gen. I that was Game the Boy sour. That was the sour. Okay, I want to pause it. I want to pause it. A question because I I tweeted this out and it was up for thirty seconds and I was like, that's insane. Actually, people are going to think you're an idiot. Would you pay if someone if Nintendo said okay? starting today switch online member you can download any uh game in the cat previous catalog yeah before the switch handheld and console nintendo games anything any first party nintendo game that we've made yeah. but we, we're charging you a game pass ultimate subscription price it's a 15 dollars 15 a, a month for every nintendo game ever made prior to the switch yes yeah, like including down to Wii U, GameCube, yes. everything, yeah. all the handhelds. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it would be the kind of thing where I would dip off of it every couple. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Too. Yeah, you'd pay, yeah, you'd pay it for a month. You'd be like, yeah. I want yeah. this month. I want to play, and then I'm probably going to cancel it. And then, like, yep. when I have the urge again, I'll get the month. That it's is exactly what I was thinking. It's the Apple <laughs> yeah. Arcade. You get you you to go. You're like, oh, a couple games are on here that I want to check out. One month done. That Can't being look. said, if it was nine ninety nine or eight ninety nine a month. Which is considerably more because Switch Online is like twenty dollars so yeah, a year right yeah, now. Yeah, so if nothing. it was if it was like nine ninety nine a month, I might just keep it forever. Yeah, like honestly, uh, like I might just turn uh, it on and be like, uh, I can sure, like I could have two less Starbucks a month if I really need to figure that yeah. out. There, <laughs> there are so many games I, I would revisit and so many that I missed that I would just love to go back and, yes. and play. Like I, I want to play would, Golden Sun. Yeah, 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 Golden Sun's great. Um, I, I, I do like it's funny that you mentioned the Game Boy Advance uh, and like how they should add Game Boy Advance games because I agree. But we're in a period of Game Boy Advance nostalgia right now for Nintendo, which is very strange. Like we haven't gotten this before. The fact that like Advance Wars is coming back, uh, the fact that as part of the Nintendo Direct Day, they announced that all of the classic Castlevania Game Boy Advance games are on Switch now. Like it dropped. But it's the same Switch with right everything. Now. The people yeah. that grew up playing these games are now yeah. the ones making them or making yeah, exactly. the decisions to like, we all have the buying power. So now this yep. stuff's finally coming back. Yeah. It's like, if there's ever been an opportunity for there to be another golden sun game, this is it. This Please is the just time. Make it. Just make it. Just Please make, make it. it. It's a great game. It's yeah. a great game. Third but, one is not great, but the first yeah. two are fucking unbelievable. Yeah. We're really in that period though. Like, I really think that like, you know, you're seeing yeah. like WarioWare come back. You're seeing like 2d Metroid come back. Like Nintendo's nostalgic for the GBA again. Yeah. I don't know how long it's going to last. But like, enjoy it while Keep you it can. on the Game GameCube, Game Boy Advance era. Bring back Donkey yep. Konga. Oh my god, it's amazing. God, that Donkey Konga. I worked at GameStop uh, for a brief period, and I we had like a bunch of Kong, like the Donkey Konga things. Yeah, and it, they were gonna get rid of them. They had marked them down to a dollar a piece. So I just bought, I bought three extra, and then I had a full oh. set of four Kongas for That's Donkey awesome. Konga. And I definitely did play that with like my brother, my cousins at one point. Just four people fucking just slamming on these stupid Kong things to Underrated. rock lobster. Yeah, <laughs> Underrated rhythm game, one of the best. It's great, in my opinion. Um, all right, are we t- ready to talk about Mario? Yeah, we have to. All right. Where do we begin? Should, should we go let's through begin, the entire... Let's begin with my skit. Let's begin with my oh, skit. Oh, okay, yeah, Tom, right? you said you had a great job. All right. I am the head of DreamWorks Illumination or whatever the fuck it is. You ready? Yeah. Mm. All right, we got like 10 minutes to cast this movie. Where are we going? All right, Chris Pratt. Yep, great. As Mario, uh, Peach, Anya Taylor-Joy, she's hot right now. Yeah, 
oh fuck i owe fred amazon a favor who can we get uh, <laughs> uh cranky kong let's fucking do it seth rogan he looks like donkey kong perfect jack black looks like, big fat guy bowser big fat guy great all right lunch <laughs> like that is literally yeah. what happened yeah i can't i can't get over, and the fact that they revealed them one by one it, it, was it got worse and worse. You know? I mean, it didn't, though. It didn't, though, because to yeah. me, still, Chris Pratt. Oh, my God. How yeah. do they not know everyone's out on Chris Pratt? How do, they, how do you not know this? Nintendo is, is 10 years behind <laughs> in yeah. every way. It's, I, it's, you, oh, wait, hold on. Let me be the head of let me let me be the head of DreamWorks. OK. Oh, my oh God. My God. <laughs> wow. You that really are the head of DreamWorks. fucking terrifying. Wait, what's the DreamWorks face? It's like, it's like this. It's, it's like a really a weird shirt. Oh, my God. Oh, my it's God. It's definitely like that is crazy that that exists. Technology sucks. <laughs> <laughs> then, now, Chris, what if you were a boss baby? Oh, a boss yeah. baby? Yeah. <laughs> oh my I god! I can't get over that filter, man. I can't get over it. It's so funny. I like. I just don't get why the rattle's just not connected to anything. I know. No, I wish right the rattle there. just wasn't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really um, wish the rattle just wasn't there. <sighs> Sorry, this is for anyway. Yeah, so what? Yeah, so the, podcast. Yeah. First of all, what Luigi the Charlie in? Day seems like uh, the best casting of this. Podcast. I agree. Actually, I actually agree with that because By default. <laughs> but the weird thing about it is Charlie Day has kind of like small guy energy Agreed, and yeah. luigi's gotta have tall guy energy no he just mm. needs giant slung energy it's funny that like uh, like look let what me just put it this way the chris pratt that gsl the chris pratt <laughs> gut punch i don't yeah. know i don't know i was, <laughs> my brain wanted to say psl like a latte he's got that i tell I, t- I tell you i tell you uh i tell you who's got the like if you want to talk they about like height energy down. keegan michael kia's toad is one of the oh, like i can't good, even i cannot even imagine what, what that's gonna be someone did, the whole thing seems real fucked up can we so, imagine yeah, so, what it was like trying to cast toad like how, do you, how does that even yeah, I, I, look how do you people come in and read for toad like, look my uh, my to thought someone who sucks <laughs> my thought with this is that it shouldn't they should have just gotten the voice actors and this movie shouldn't have dialogue i and it should rely if I'm, if I'm, first of all this charles martinet i'm as furious as yeah. oh my god yeah he gets called out at the end to be like charles martinet is going to be in the film as a little cameo secret cameos it's like oh great he lost his job to chris Fucking <laughs> someone, okay. um, someone, someone did post a tweet that was like, "There is casting that can save this," and it was a picture of I don't know if you've ever if you've seen like um, Vice Principals and Righteous Gemstones, but it was a picture of Danny McBride and Walton Goggins, and it was like uh, Wario and Waluigi. That would actually like, be, this would be, and I'm like, that is perfect casting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's actually um, like really good. So. Who who is in this fucking film? What is going on here about it? It's um, <laughs> who's the cast? Yeah, like uh, uh, I think we went. To, did we go to the main beach? I think we went to the big beach. Well, wait, Sam Richardson, who I like actually, is playing Kamek. Yeah. But again, I would never make that casting. Yeah, like what? If, here's the thing: none of these people <laughs> are Italian. What are you doing? Correct. <laughs> you, uh, you, did not did no, this is Kevin Mi- Kevin Michael Richardson, not Sam Richardson. Oh, I just saw Richardson and got excited. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I was gonna say he is not different. 
Yeah, yeah Kevin Michael Ke- Kevin Michael Richardson is <laughs> he voiced Goro in Mortal Kombat. Oh, sure, of course he should be Gamic. Yeah, um, great. That's it's so similar energy. Yeah, you know who should have um, been Toad, and I love I love. He's great. Come on, if you're gonna do <laughs> Chris <laughs> Pratt, just go full Lego Movie, make it Allison Bray. She played Unikitty. She sure, could do the sure. stupid little voice. Like, I, but that's if you're trying to play it straight. They're clearly not. They're clearly, clearly just trying to do something fucked amazing. up. Amazing. This is gonna clearly trying to do something. This is gonna change filmmaking, guys. <laughs> do you think they fucked up and actually like they had all the roles, you know, blah blah blah, and then someone dropped all the cards and they were like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. And they shuffled them back together. And they were like, uh, uh, Fred Armisen's lanky card. Yeah, but wait, Charles Charles Martinet starring in the next Lego movie? <laughs> What's happening? They had they I, had they'd written it in like in like um like pen or whatever, and they did have Sam Richardson as Kamek, and like it got yeah. smudged, so it just says like Richardson, and they're like. Kevin, <laughs> which one was it? So, which Richardson was it? They couldn't remember the if it was Kevin Richardson or Kevin Richards. And after the Jeopardy thing, we can't get him <laughs> yeah. anymore. Maybe they had, maybe they had just like they knew who they wanted to cast, but they had no idea who who for. Yeah. And you know how like I've told you guys about like the vodka roulette thing we do when I'm dressed in my football league, like mm-hmm. pick, pick the order. Maybe they just had them stand around a table and take shots until they were like, "Yep, okay, first one, first one's gonna be Mario." And then Chris Pratt, <laughs> I'm like, "All right, you're Mario. Just keep going." <laughs> Yeah. Do you think they're gonna have Chris Pratt do a fake Italian accent, dude? I di- I have no idea where this is going. Like, I really have no idea where this is going. Like, it's gonna be embarrassing if they do the Elon Musk like Wario thing again, <laughs> right? Where it's like, oh, I'm a Chris Pratt, Mamma Mia, spaghetti meatball. Like, I, I it's gonna firmly, happen. I firmly believe it's, it's going to happen. As a, as a person who's 100 percent Italian, I think that it is next to impossible to be racist towards Italian people. Yeah. This movie is doing it. You can't do it. I'm I'm worried this movie's gonna do it because the only time I ever was like I feel offended was was the Elon Musk SNL sketch, and I get that energy here, and I'm like I don't. They might fuck this up. This might be the movie that gets people to be like, you know, our stereotypes about Italians in media are are kind of bad. They're gonna fuck up. They're gonna fuck up Italian jokes for all of us, and that should worry. Like this was the one, like kind of like iffy. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we're good. yeah, this is like the one if this was like the one like kind of I guess gray area or whatever where it was like, no, you can make fun of Italians. That is fine. And they yeah. have fucking spoiled that. Gonna too. Ruin it. <laughs> so trailer's gonna come out with like literally with like uh who's playing Luigi Charlie J being like Mama Mia meatballs, and people are gonna be like, Ah, this is fucked up, man. I feel like yeah. as long as, as long meatball. as there's like uh <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> It's gonna be so bad, but Chris, it's gonna be, yeah. it's gonna be, it's gonna be so Chris yeah. I'm not seeing this movie unless I'm high. I'm gonna see it. First of all, this movie is gonna become <laughs> one of the best rewatchable movies of all time. It might not. It could be really boring. I agree with that. It okay, actually could be really boring. It could be like we're gonna get a bunch of stars yeah. that everyone thinks is cool and funny, and we're gonna the emoji put them movie into level. Oh. Yeah, it could which was always the fucking worry. Game becomes funny. Yep. That was always the worry with this fucking movie and like them getting into movies was like, fuck, it's going to be a fucking. I just don't understand, though, because Detective Pikachu was actually like pretty good. And the Sonic movie was pretty good. Where's why is Detective Pikachu 2 not greenlit? And why is this happening? Why is one of those not happening and the other is? Yeah. Well, here's I mean, Detective Pikachu kind of wrapped up, right? Like you can't really 
Yeah, they you can make another camera. story though. They, there was definitely pitched, room for another. Apparently, story. there was a pitch for a side movie that was going to be a, a riff on a Star Is Born about Jigglypuff, and I'm oh so my God. super into mad that. they didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. What a As good someone idea. who doesn't enjoy that movie but would love to see that, I would be into that. It, that, it would... that seems like a fun YouTube skit, and that's about it. No, yeah, I'm telling. This is what it is. <laughs> if Nintendo ever got into the business of like having Nintendo Plus, like its own streaming service, yeah, it would. Just... We would get like a short. That is Jigglypuff's big day or whatever. Like it would be like Disney Plus where we get these like like, Maggie. Yeah. Yeah, Or like Matt, we get like they do Simpsons like shorts now on Disney Plus and shit. Like we'd get (laughs) Jigglypuff's big day. It would be sick though. (laughs) It it would be uh, awesome. Everyone would be sleeping on it. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I want to, I want to bring a Twitter joke that I've made. Apologies, Mm. whatever. But I just want to put it in recorded history i have recast <laughs> i have successfully recast this film and I fixed oh yes please i haven't seen this please reveal what i figured out when i was thinking about it right main problem is like this italian thing right it's a problem it's a problem, it's a problem now it's a problem, it's a problem now. now it wasn't a problem now and now, now it's a problem it <laughs> here's what i've determined i put together a list i recast this entire movie with the Sopranos, and who from the Sopranos <laughs> could play each character? And I just want to run you by them real quick. Again, this is on Twitter. Whatever, I already used it. Uh, Mario, Holly Walnuts, obviously easy, right? <laughs> T- Tony's the Rico. Uh, two easy one here. Luigi, it's Michael Imperioli. It's it's Christopher Moltisanti, right? That that he's such a, a Weasley tall yes, guy energy. Yes, yes. Perfect. Uh, Princess Peach, obviously Adriana. Like, are you? Come on! Obviously, oh, easy. Yeah. Uh, Bowser's a tough one, but I think Phil Leotardo kind of has that like menacing villain energy that I think is perfect here. Donkey Kong, obviously, Bobby. Yeah, you get just like the big goofball, <laughs> the big lovable goofball. Uh, Toad is obviously AJ. No question about that. He's really <laughs> Weasley, Weasley, small boy. Uh, and then I went. I, I also went ahead and did and did Waluigi and and Wario here. Waluigi uh, is is a tough one to cast. Uh, I actually no, have Miss John- I, mean, I have Miss Johnny Sack, but I I, th- I think that one's up for debate. But the one that's not up for debate is Wario. It's obviously Stephen Van Zandt. It's obviously Silvio, as Wario, <laughs> right? Why, why wouldn't you put Joey Pants as Waluigi? That's a good idea. Joey Pants would be. You're right. And Joey Pants is Waluigi. You're totally right. You're totally like right. I thought about it right away. I was like Joey Pants is Waluigi, but what's the rest you're of the right. cast? <laughs> Ralphie is basically already already uh, that. But but I Silvio is Wario. I stand. Okay. That's that's my. You know who you I would. This movie. You know who I would also put as Princess Peach though. Sure. Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Great. I think she. I think she's more um, Daisy. Yeah, that could work too. I love that the fact that too. we're like overcorrecting <laughs> yeah. for the Chris Pratt problem, yeah. where it's like we're gonna get the most Italian people <laughs> yeah. to yeah, play yeah. roles that are like a dinosaur. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> he should be Italian too. <laughs> this should be like the Italian. Yo, she, get over here! Come on. <laughs> I mean, well, this is what I was saying to Giovanni before we start recording. Was like. Luca isn't all Italian people. Like a lot of the main cast isn't Italian. Oh but, yeah, it's not. But they did a really good job with Luca, though. Yeah, they did yeah. a very good job. You never would have known. Uh, yeah. This, I expect them to not only be awful, but I also expect them to be mostly doing like an offensive New York accent as well. Agree, yeah. 
is is it's going to be offensive to Natali- Italians and New Yorkers. Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> yes, Nick, that's what it's going to be. Going to say I'm walking here in that movie. There's like no way that they're not. By the way, I think like you can already see. In New York. The I've never seen anyone yell at a car and go, "Hey, I'm walking here." <laughs> like, I no do. Way. It, but- What's a Goomba? Hey. <laughs> It's pronounced yeah. Goomba, actually. There's going to be that joke. There's going to be like mob jokes. Like this movie is going to be a nightmare. Uh, it's going to be fine. Like it's just going to be like inoffensive and boring. But yeah. Like, it's going to be just like a. At this point, nightmare. I want it to be like iconic in the in the way that the old Mario Brother movie was. But this this is what I said I was going to talk about at the beginning. Sorry, I know we're going on this so long, but it's <laughs> it means a lot to me because I'm an Italian. I'm lost. I don't know where we started. <laughs> Uh, what, what what I was going to say, what I was saying, like, I think we were off air, actually, was that, like, like, the thing that kills me about this is it's just, like, how uninspired it is, how much <laughs> it's just, like, who is popular, yep. they they are going to play these characters, it doesn't matter if they're a fit for the character, it's just, like, yeah, uh, Keegan, Michael, he, he's going to play Toad because, like, he's, he's famous, like, I don't know, maybe it'll be really fun, maybe he had a great audition, maybe he's doing a fun voice for it, like, I, I don't know. But, like, he had a great first... audition! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he went in, he read for Toad, he did a fun voice! I hope like, he uses as deep of a voice as possible for this movie. Oh my I, I god. I that hope is he's like, funny. He's like, hey Mario, oh she's god. in another if castle. Sounds like, if Toad sounds like that. a shaft type voice, that would be amazing. Oh, be, yeah, I think that's what they're gonna do, right? But, like, for me, when I go back and I look at, like, the other live-action Mario's stuff which is bad like that that stuff is at least interesting but bad the thing that is not bad about those classic live action mario things is the casting is so good because it's so well. weird it's good <laughs> bob hoskins as mario is inspired like <laughs> what a genius genius casting decision that like he's not directed well you know like he doesn't get to make the most of it but like bob haskins as mario is really good and captain lou albano as mario in the show what a what like an inspired mm. weird oddball choice right like the the casting that they have done historically for these like uh movies was like not bankable stars right it, it really wasn't it was these like weirdos like character actors that they were getting to play these characters right. and like you know, not like the most handsome Hollywood people, <laughs> really not the most handsome Hollywood people at all. <laughs> like, Mario shouldn't be hot. Let's hold on a second. Should Mario be hot? No, fuck that. Mario should look like... I don't know. He's a plumber. Dude. He's laying pipe. Maybe he doesn't have to be hot. Maybe you're right. He's just got to be hot where it counts. He should look like every Italian dude that when I have to go to a family friend's house with my dad, he's sitting down with with Fernando and Fernando's wearing like a beater that's sweaty and a chain. And it's like, I don't know what Fernando's job is. Like Fernando's not married. I don't think he dates. Like he's 60 something years old. Mario should look like that. And Luigi should look like that. And trying to give him the voice of Chris Pratt and like smooth, you know, it's just going to be the smoothest like CGI face. For this, oh yes. For this guy, so right, oh. I'm thinking like Prime Danny DeVito could be like Mario. Yes. That people he was yes. trending on Twitter. What if? Hold on a second. We don't know wasn't. anything about this movie. What is the possibility that these people get sucked into the video game of Mario? Oh God, I am so over movies sucking people. But do you know oh, what I'm saying? Dude, first of all, that's half <laughs> of the universes. Well, no, don't, no, don't watch so the Kirby movie that's coming it. out. The, Le- the Lego movie perfected it, and then everyone was like, let's do that. 
First of all, Space Jam per- perfected it. Wait, the Lego movie doesn't have it. Yeah. Space Jam's close, but I'm talking about like he becomes Mario. A sort of yeah, a thing. Like the so Santa Claus? Like Chris Pratt playing Mario, and it's like the classic game. And then he's like, oh, yeah. I got sucked in. Oh. I like it bad. <laughs> Jumanji. So like Jumanji. Yeah, yeah Jumanji. Jumanji. Fuck. Oh, man. Oh my God, he's gonna he's gonna do it. He's gonna say if it this is the and now I'm convinced 100 that that is this is the case. It is Chris Pregnant. Oh my God, it. Mario, it's a me. But he's gonna be like, <laughs> but he's gonna do it, and then he's gonna be like, whoa, I just got Jumanjied, and then I blow my brains out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's a fair chance I die in the theater. When I see like I think I think from embarrassment. I think if I'm ever going to have an aneurysm in my lifetime, like it, it will be watching this movie and I, I, I will perish on the spot. Just enjoy it. No matter what, just remember it's a piece of shit. I think you lost your audio, Christian. Oh, yep. I had it muted while I was. He'll, there's going to be something where he's going to be like, oh, it's an extra life. I still have one more shot. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. God damn it. I think that's no. what it is now. It's the only yeah. thing that makes sense with this, with this oh, casting. Oh, no. Yeah. Because they're, if they're not going to do, do mushrooms it. and level up. What? What a because if they wanted it to be Mario, why wouldn't it be Charles Martin? Like, why wouldn't it be him? Right. Yeah, (laughs) Charles Martin is perfect. He's like a weird dude who like just does Mario. Like, I he could have played. He could he could have replaced Bob Hoskins in a new live action Mario, and it would have been great. He could be old Mario. Important question: When the trailer for this comes out and the the green band like rated PG, go to the trailer. Radar, yeah, I'm not sure. And you get that first shot that's the classic shot of like overhead shot of the Mushroom Kingdom, like camera goes whoop, and there's a shitty pop song playing, and it's like, what is the song gonna be? Like, what is the shitty pop song that they're gonna choose to like? I mean, we probably don't know it yet, is the problem. Yeah, because who's gonna sing it though? Yeah, who's gonna sing it? Is it gonna be a Billy, it's not gonna be Billy. No, it's not Billy Eilish. No, but it's it's a uh, a little Nas X. Oh, Olivia Rodrigo. Olivia Rodrigo. It could be Olivia Rodrigo. Maybe. I bet. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I bet that the song is "Solar Power" by Lord. It's gonna come up and be like, "Under my beaches, yeah, yeah." It's gonna be that song, (laughs) and it's gonna be like the sunny shot of the Mushroom Kingdom, people going around, and then like Chris Pratt's gonna be like, "Oh, it's a me, Mario." When it it should be be Caro Caro Benito. Yeah, that would that be done. sick, though. Yeah, All right. that would be great. Yeah, um, that's, that's supposing the movie's good. Let's 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 move on and do a final segment very quickly. Uh, Tom, one very quick. Uh, hey, send us emails. Email at onrankpodcast.com. Email at onrankpodcast.com. We have a listener mail section here in our Discord. I'm just going to ask one of these questions really quick from Will Brown. Who is most likely to start streaming again first, Tom or Christian? Tom is the answer. Yeah, I mean, unless Chris plans to stream <laughs> you, in the next 48 hours. Would you like hours. to share that you're going to be streaming? Yeah, so after taking a little break from move, from moving and all the hecticness, I got the itch. Uh, I'm doing a subathon on Thursday. And by Thursday, I mean Sunday. Uh, uh, we're starting at 9 a.m. Brian Early Eastern Time. We'll be going for uh, at least, well, it depends. It's a subathon. We're going to at least for six hours. You can sub. There's going to be prizes. There's going to be incentives to sub. You'll find out the day of. Uh, if you're listening now uh, on the Friday, there will actually be a little teaser thing that is playing all day um, on the stream. So twitch.tv forward slash Great Britom if you want to be a part of that. If you've been missing me. And it's so funny because I've had multiple people messaging me 
of recent weeks of like, hey, are you coming? Like, are you planning on streaming again? I'm like, it's so funny because I literally am planning to do it this week. Yeah. After like people not giving a shit for Yeah, I've had people ask me too. I was like, probably not anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to get. Uh, I'm going to do it for events. We're going to, Tom and I are already starting to talk about doing extra life thing, trying to oh, get yeah, some extra life. Bit. We're going to have to do a big. We should do a big life. thing. We should do a big thing because we have a lot of people that can be involved too. Um, all right. I have a very quick game. Okay. Okay. This. Tom, what, what was the name of this game? Um, I don't remember what the name of this game is. Here's how it works. Uh, I took five video game titles and then used a thesaurus to replace all of the words oh, fuck. Yep. that are in the video game title. Then translate it was based on whatever the Friends game is called. <laughs> you, yeah, well, did you, you watch Friends, it, Giovanni? Uh, oh no, but I, I Wicked Wango as an Italian. No, no, no. It's yeah. not a game on Friends. It's just that <laughs> there's an episode where Joey, who's an idiot. Uh, is shown how to use the thesaurus on a computer. And so he replaces every single word in a letter that he had to write. And it's basically like okay. unreadable. <laughs> like it makes no sense because depending on what version of the word, like yeah. meaning you're using, some of the synonyms could be completely fucking out there. Um, these are relatively easy, I think. Also, you're all working together. So I'm going to give you the thing. Okay. I'm going to give you like a minute or so to try and get to it. And if you can't, we're just going to move on. Are the, is the number of words going to change? Uh, no, I made sure not to do that because okay. there are plenty that come up in like as synonyms or sayings. I made sure not to do that. So it's okay. one for one on all of them. Okay. Um, so your first one is a single word title and it's fantasize. So you guys discuss okay. and when you tell fantasize. me final answer, I'm going to let you know. All right. Fantasize. To fantasize, so it's a verb. Believe or um, to pretend to imagine. Imagine. It's one is, word. It's got to be one word, yeah. It's gotta, imagine's not a game, huh? No, uh, not that I know of. Guys, imagine, uh, conceptualize, daydream. <laughs> conceptualize. Uh, I like that. Yeah. Fantasize. Uh, sometimes, though, the other thing about this, because we played this game once. Oh, dreams. Oh, is it dreams? Dreams. Done. Locked. It's dreams. There you go. Uh, well done. I was thinking verb. All right, all right. See, that's the thing Fantasize about dreams. this. It's yeah. like, it's yep. sometimes it's like a cousin it. synonym. It's mm-hmm. not. So you got to think really okay. outside. Now, now my brain's in the right place. Okay. Yep. Uh, I, as an old example, I was I meant to reference this. I couldn't find the. Some previous ones, Patrol Bitches was Watch Dogs. <laughs> that was my favorite one. Uh, uh, Ruin Person was Fall Guys. Um, Roof Saga was Apex Legends. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that one really pissed me off. <laughs> and I really liked I really liked this one, which was um, Soldier Religion, which was Assassin's Creed. Was, oh, so some nice. of them, some of them are 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 mean. Some of them are funny. Uh, all right, we got one. We're good. All right, so I actually have three one words. So okay. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna break them up okay. so that uh, your next one is three words. Growth do funny. Growth do funny. <laughs> okay, little big planet. No, growth do funny? funny. Okay, I don't know. I just and, thought and the of words like will always be and... in the right order as well. I'm okay, not right, changing yeah, up yeah. order. Growth do funny. Big. Do... Growth, uh, yeah, well, I'm tr- big is a Funny. good place to start. Funny is the one I'm stuck on, like, yeah. laugh. Uh, comedy. Uh, comedy. 
big something comedy. <laughs> uh, what are the what are other words for that? Grand. What could growth be? No, funny. We're looking for other words for funny. Why? Well, I know that. Well, yeah, I'm trying to think of other sides of it. No, no, no. Anyway, do is also yeah. tripping me up. Um, do. <laughs> do. Do the do. Um, do. Growth do funny. Growth do funny. <laughs> Three words. I'm so hung up on funny. It's killing me. <laughs> Laugh. Comedy. Smile. Smile. See, it's shit like that sometimes. Where I'm going like, to give you like another minute, but so far you guys aren't close on any of them. Okay, <laughs> Clint, that's, that's a really, really good Just sign. this, tall, way, this way you also don't waste this sort of time. Lodge. Expand. You're going to want to get away from size is what I'm saying. You're, okay. you're, not, you're not picking any of the right okay, growth, types of synonyms yet. Or like... Uh, plants versus zombies. Oh, growth, like I a growth? Like, maybe. I don't know, maybe. It's weird, but... Like a growth... I was thinking, sure. but, but I can't think of another word for that. I know. <laughs> Bulge. <laughs> Bulge. Tuma. Bump. T- Bump. Tumor may laugh. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Cancer is hilarious. Let, <laughs> maybe do, maybe do is the one because they can't be many things of, right? Like it, it what would but it do... could be do D E W. It's it's no, D O. I would let you know if it's oh, okay. yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. If you were to do something, you this one is killing of. I mean, I just don't know what it could be because, like, for me, it's like it has yeah. To what's be, a synonym uh, of of do? Uh, like the middle word of something, and it's it's so short. Like it has to be something like of rise of you know like sh- rise growth rise rise, rise. of comedy <laughs> nations. You want to guess rise of nations? Just so we sure. can move on for time. Sure, sure. All right, All right. what are we off on? Life is strange. What? So growth, growth. So life, it's picking a synonym for um, oh, verb, I see funny. Yeah. the verb of life, like existence. And strange is funny. Um, the, the, anything that has like the or is, is always going to be like really like is, yeah. is like for exist. Like the, that, the verb of is like to be in a Ugh. sense. Um, you're a but since I since I don't want to do uneven words, because then you're like, oh, is yeah. this a four word title? Which word doesn't go along? I can't. So is it, I, I try to avoid things with the or is, but I can't really always because there just aren't tough. enough games. It depends funny, what the funny definition being of the word is. <laughs> yeah, is. It does. It does. It depends on what yeah. the definition of the word. You're right. Thanks, Bill. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for getting the reference. <laughs> that was uh, former President Bill Clinton, everybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when he was being questioned Classic. about Monica. Lew- well, it depends <laughs> on what, <laughs> what the meaning of the word is, is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we live in a failed state. All right. Um, <laughs> your next one is a one word. It's lost. And it's not lost via domus. That's yeah, two yeah, words. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Abandoned. Isn't... Abandoned. That's it. That's the video game. Isn't there that... a game called Abandoned? Yeah, that's the one that people think is Silent Hills. All right. I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna give it to you, but it's not the one because because it's synonym based game, and that is yeah. a direct synonym. I'm gonna. You you have to get a point okay. for it, but that's not the one we were looking for. Okay, so we, we so, should still guess what it was. Uh, I, I'm going to give you a hint. Yeah, if you like cats, you're going to love this game. <laughs> it's stray. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, 
There you go. It's stray. Got it. Uh, all right. You have two left. This one's three words again. Mame, mass, morals. Mame, mame, M-A-M-E. <laughs> it's really mame funny that it's, a, it's alliterative. Um, mame, yeah, mame, M-A-I-M, like to mame something. Yeah, like okay. Mame. Oh, I suppose. Uh, mass, M-A-S-S. Okay. Uh, like church or like, you know, weight, like depends on like. Destroy all humans. Uh, or. That's yeah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, that is correct. Yeah. Well Thank wow. you. Thank oh, you shit. so much for doing that because Very my good brain job. was not going to be able to do that. I thought I thought it might trick you up more if if I made it alliterative because all the other ones it was too obvious like what yeah. it was. Um, Got it. Your last one, dark. Okay. Uh, shadow. It's one I mean, word. Isn't black a game? Isn't there a game called? Yeah. It's, okay, it's not black. Okay. <laughs> because See, I almost the, I, the one word yeah. ones. I'm giving you know. you're gonna get it. This is why yeah. this is dark. why uh yeah. Okay, dark okay. dark shadow uh 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 dark can also mean like you know dark as in like dark comedy. Yeah. In the yeah, interest scary. of time, it's a game that's about to come out. Yeah soon. Oh, okay. But the game's about to come out this year? Yeah, soon. Okay, soon. Uh Red. Well, if it's what I'm but, thinking in my head, I'm going to be annoyed, but uh, I don't want to say it because it's probably wrong. Are you sure? If it's Halo, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> no, no, no. Cause no, because it would have to be Halo, Halo Infinite. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's coming out soon? I mean, uh, I'm trying to think of what the. <laughs> there what are no games. games. There's no more video games anymore. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that, you are lying to us because there's no video games that are actually coming out <laughs> anymore. Um, One word. It's coming out this year so it's limited there's only a limited number of things it's one word far cry is coming out right guardians, Public. Is, coming out. <laughs> guardians. is coming out it's an indie game oh. yeah, giovanni I- mentioned it earlier Oh, well, the, when we were talking, I don't know if it was on the show. This or is like was... in Death Loop, where I'm trying to figure out the puzzle, and it's like, nope, here's all the, here it is. Uh, Gio- Giovanni certainly. said it earlier. And it certainly wasn't Sable. Oh, Are you no, sure? that's already out. Is that a thing that means? Oh, dark? I thought it. I thought that's coming out. Did that just come it out? It came out today. Okay. Okay. Is it Sable? Yes, it is. It's Sable. Okay. These One... hints are terrible. That's what why I was like, it's stop. soon. It's soon. I thought it was tomorrow. So there is. Sable a dark? I, I actually don't know the. I don't know what a sable is. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. fur. It's like dark. Oh, I had no clue. Just a color. Sure, yeah, zero sure. Okay, yeah. got it. Yeah, it can also depending on. Um, so it it's often like used to describe like the color black. Got there it. you go. So I've heard it's, it's also like used in context with like like an animal like fur, which is usually like very dark. I just heard silver sable from. Uh, mm. I've heard the of old. This um, Sable's really cool, by the way. I like that game a lot. I'm very excited for that game. It's cool. Giovanni, it's cool. where can the people find you? You can find my writing at digitaltrends.com. Uh, video games. You can also follow me on Twitter at Mario Prime, and you can listen to my video game podcast, which is a different yes. one. It's called Left Trigger Right Trigger. That's Left Trigger Right Trigger. If you love cats, you'll like that you'll podcast. Love, Dan. You'll love it. <laughs> You can find me at Big Dan 15 on PlayStation, on Twitter, on Twitch, and the Big Dan 15 on Xbox. Tom. Great Brits Home on each and every platform. Come hang out at twitch.tv forward slash Great Brits Home on Sunday. Christian Square Humes. Stay in rank. <laughs> Suck it Sunday. Sunday. It's Sunday. Sunday. Suck it.